It's 5.45. It is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, creepy, big Nick Toledo, and we are ready to go. Friday morning upon us, and uh, it is just a, a glorious, glorious, because I'm looking at uh, the weather. Once again, 40 inches of snow possible for the New England area. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know how three, don't go outside is what that means. three and a half feet of snow is just going to happen today. Hope you don't get blocked in. Yeah, it's like you're you're blocked in. You're just, just stay in your stupid igloo and wait. Stay in. Take the points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take them. You're going to win the game. Yeah. Do they have DoorDash yeah. here? Can you still order DoorDash? Yeah, but the DoorDash guys can't do it. They, yeah, they're they're just sled dogs, <laughs> miserable. And then you start talking about everybody saying, "Oh, the Kansas City game, Arctic blast, where ice storms." And and I sit back and I'm like, "Why? Why do they live there? Why does anyone choose this? Because when it's not that in the summertime in Kansas City, they're worried about you know giant twisters coming down and wrecking their trailers. I just don't get it. And here we sit." And the worst thing that can happen to you, you go into a coma and somebody puts a baby in you. That's Phoenix's biggest issue, and we only had it happen once. Even our terrorists are kind of weak, chucking rocks and standing there with baby knives. And our cops don't even kill them. Man, we'll put one in your leg. You settle down there, ISIS. It's just great. You live in paradise. Never, ever forget it. I am so incredibly uh, emotionally high because of yesterday. I have to say, uh, I have been to Willy Wonka's castle. And I had the time of my life yesterday. You were in a Wonka Vader. I was in. I was in a Wonka Vader. I, you know what? That's the funniest part of the whole thing. The guys over at uh, Dylan. They do Dylan reloads. Is how they. You know, they, they reload uh, bullets and stuff. They made the reloaders and uh, started this empire. And it's just the the people who started Moved it. On in the sunglasses. <laughs> well, the sunglasses is just a little side thing. Okay. So when I. You was, say empire. I just. Have oh a my god. Trust me. This. Trust me. The empire is there. <laughs> so this is what an empire is, Eric. So you're sitting there. And uh, the reason that it happened, my friend uh, Rich Balls was talking to a guy, and and I've worn Dylan sunglasses for a long time. They're very cool. They're muted. And I always heard the story that it was built by the guys here in Scottsdale. It's a company in Scottsdale because they're into shooting, and there's no glare off the front of these glasses. They're like Brady's tech glasses. Oh, no, no, no. Brady's tech glasses are absolute. Nothing's better than that. They're absolute <laughs> Brady's tech glasses. I can confirm Couldn't that. Couldn't be more <laughs> as a product. Uh, you might as well just wrap newspaper around your face and poke two holes in it. Brady's tack glasses are I uh, threw horse. a pair away, one yeah. of the multiple pairs, uh, yeah, you got over two. Christmas. To, oh, uh, you like, did. You know. It's time, it's time to just I throw them out. But Dylan makes these, and they're, they're this muted glass. It's really cool. So I mentioned that I had them because people were always saying, like, what's wrong with them? They're neat. So uh, uh, I mentioned it. The people at Dylan heard me mention it. Everybody there listens to the station. It's amazing. So my buddy Rich is talking to this guy, Dan, and Dan said... Uh, Something about rock music, and Rich said, "Oh, I'm friends with John who works at KP." He, goes, oh, crap. he talks about wearing Dylan glasses. You come out to the thing, so Rich said, "Text me and says you wear Dylan sunglasses." I'm like, "I love them," and he goes, "Yeah, they've heard you talk about it, and they'd like you to come out and hang out." And I'm like, "See the Empire?" Yeah, I'm like, all right. I'm like, "I'll go see your glasses factory." I didn't know what that was, and I knew they did other stuff. So we go in, and they're showing me like you know the reloaders, which are really cool. I'd never seen them there. They're really neat, and they've got all this stuff. I'm like, "That's kind of how this all started." But let's go back here. There's a video of them. They do video work and stuff with all sorts of different things of them, like shooting tracers out of a helicopter. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. I didn't expect that. And then we go into this room. Everything has a, a big 
turret gun thing on it. Like so every car, you, it's like a requirement to work there. You have a big 360 degree turret turret on, on your topic, car, and they have it everywhere. That's street legal? No, and it's off. <laughs> they don't care. And then they have a car that could drive on the sun. Like, yeah, it's got this heat-resistant stuff. You drive it up volcanoes and things. I'm like, why? It's like, because we work with Willy Wonka. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Did they just all build it for fun? Yeah. They, and it the just whole, sits there? Like, tons of people have jobs to build things for fun. They have, Were they, they have, tiny workers? The, the <laughs> yeah. world's like... Orange, I was waiting. Honestly, they do have one up in the sunglass thing. I think he might have been a Wonka. So I, uh, I'm walking. I'm looking at this one, and I said, what in the hell is that? I didn't wreck... It looked like some sort of Hummer jeep smashed together thing it's got these big steel plates on the side and kevlar and he goes oh that's a that's really like the world's only remote control four-wheel drive vehicle that's full size i'm like why and he goes so we can shoot it <laughs> what they say drive this thing around the desert remote control and then shoot at it from the sky and i'm like that's Target your practice. job and he goes yeah we, we have fun here and i'm like oh, open up this vault not like Nazi guns and like, like I'm sitting there like this is the greatest day ever like all these guns from World War II Museum is this amazing oh. gun so Dan's taking me all through this thing see we're not the only ones with fun jobs oh my god we have crap jobs this is the best place <laughs> in the world I wanted them to adopt me so I went upstairs and they have the glasses and I'm like oh this is cool and he goes if you want to buy some I'm like hell yeah I want to buy some he's like all oh, these are prototypes we don't have them out yet and I'm like I want that one and I want that one and I want that one so I get these glasses I got new glasses out of the deal and then we're sitting there and we're chatting about music and everything and then they go do you want to um do you want to go up in the Huey and I'm like this is the part where Charlie Bucket and Willie went into the elevator and just floated <laughs> it's around all for yours, a while. we're going to we're going to that's what I was waiting for like that last thing to say if you want a view paradise I'm like is this happening is my friend Richard stuck in a tube and so uh, I'll go up in this Vietnam Huey that's been redone internally for all the, he's got all the modern stuff. No sides. No, you would have hated it, Eric. It had no, yeah, I'm not doing that. no doors. You're sitting on your helmet. Of course, there's a turret. <laughs> it's ready to go for shooting. And we just went up in this thing, and it was windy, so it's a kite. Like, we're floating around, and I'm just sitting there looking out. The they end. strap you in, to oh, you, the, and this, then you hook to the top? No, that's for jumping out. Well, I thought if you're hanging with the tur- with the gun. Yeah, I thought you had to be oh no! If you ever, if you ever, yeah, had we yeah, got to the gun, you strap behind in. you. Yeah, yeah, you would do that, but we didn't get to that point. But the seatbelt is basically just like a little hook that kind of lazily hangs over another piece of metal. <laughs> this looks together. It's like it's it's just we'll find you. That's basically what the seatbelt is. Don't worry, you're not going to go too far when this thing careens into the earth. But oh, the wind makes the giant Huey blades just start going. Like this weird clap Smacking noise, and it. it doesn't sound like they're chopping anymore. It just sounds like the wind is winning. Did it cross your mind that oh. this is probably the way it'll end me? So here's the I'm part. Here's here. the part that was there was a Richie Valens yeah, yeah. big bopper moment <laughs> when at the end they come over and this one dude that looked like Tom Berenger. I think he might be a Dylan. I don't know, but he comes. He's. Like I think I've wa- I think I watched like a man. Platoon, platoon Don Berenger? Sort of. Yeah, yeah. He sashayed oh. to me. He did not walk. That was a, and he just walks over and he takes his glasses off and he goes. You going up in the Huey? I'm like, I guess so. And I'm literally, I'm the kid with a golden ticket. That's his job, yeah. just to sit around and look cool. And he put his glasses back on, and he's and he's like, you can enjoy the hell out of this. And I'm like, <laughs> you know it. And I shake hands with him, and, and then he gives me like a man hug, and he goes, I really appreciate you coming out. I'm like, me too. And he goes, you're going to go up with a bunch of, uh, like, I guess there was like a, a training thing for military guys, and then some pilots and some other stuff. So, and the, But they, me and my friend Rich Falls are there. And, and we're standing there together, and the guy's like, uh, only problem is there's only one seat. 
And I looked, and I'm like, well, I've seen big, I've seen La Bamba. I'm like, that's yours, Rich. This is your seat. The last, anytime anyone says there's only one seat left on a plane, give it to someone else. That thing's going into the earth. There's All no, yours. It is, yeah, I'm like, Rich, that's yours. I said, I've seen La Bamba. I ain't no Richie Valens. Get on the plane. It happened to uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. There's only one seat. And Eric Clapton goes, you got it. And, and. It was a helicopter. So that's all I'm saying is there's only one seat. And then I'm like, and Rich is like, no, man, this is yours. And then all the Dylan guys are like, no, you got to do it. And I'm like, we'll get Rich up there again later. And I'm like, okay. So I'm stra- I strap in that little Here spaghetti thing. I'm like, this is it. And the whole time, I'm the, all, through, all through my head, Tom Barron's just going, there's just one seat left. Put your headset on. So you put your headset on. You get the little mic up on you. You're not really talking to anybody because I'm not getting involved. It starts to go up and it's floating, and then about six feet off the ground, they just push it and it's flying six feet. Dip the nose. So, it, all the new modern technology is in there. So, in your headset, you hear the dashboard, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Starts to talk to the pilots. And all it keeps, all it keeps saying is traffic, traffic, traffic. Because it's sensing building, 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 building. You're just going a thousand miles an hour straight, and then it's going to lift. And traffic, 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 pew, pew, traffic, traffic. And I'm like, do these guys, are they going to try to kill themselves? Am I finally get up over the buildings? Traffic, 1,000 feet, 11 o'clock. Traffic, 2,000 feet, 1 o'clock. And I'm like, there's traffic everywhere. This is terrible. Flying along, we get way out past, like, Bartlett Lake. We're, like, 30 minutes from pacing in this thing. I'm like, that's just the creepiest. And no doors, no, just hanging out the side of this thing. But smooth as silk, which is crazy because as it's sliding around with the wind, it's like the back end will just move. And like, oh, we're going over here now. It's like being drunk. It's like you still feel like you're really moving well and you just kind of stagger. Then all of a sudden, this thing goes, pew, pew, pew. Pilot looks at the other pilot like, hmm? did that just go off? He says to the other one, it's like, yep. Ah, stupid thing needed to be replaced a long time ago. That sensor's always been bad. <laughs> they're messing No, they're not. Because then a few minutes later, pew, pew, pew. The guy just kind of punches it, and he goes, we got to get that thing replaced. He said, I had it replaced uh, two times ago. They don't care. They're talking to each other. They don't care about all these little trainees. And the guy next to me is just cold. No one's overreacting to anything. And uh, he's like, yeah, that thing. He's like, I don't even know what it's trying to warn us about. Then one of the pilots. <laughs> Did you look around for a parachute? I looked. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. I didn't want a parachute. I was going to survive you the leap. Guys, out. I'm going to take my headphones off. Yeah, I think I, I would. I would bungee with the uh, elastic of the headphones, and I'm like, well, they gave me this little thing. It said, if you want to talk to anybody, just push this down. And I wanted to just go. I want out because the sensor thing. Which one of you pusscakes said that? The guy next to me did. Did you have your cool glasses on? I borrowed a pair. Yeah. Because I didn't have mine were still in boxes, so they made them in front of me. It was like I, I like those, and you just hear, here you go. I'm like, what the hell? You guys just made me a pair of awesome sunglasses just because I said I want those. What the? Where's ours at? You didn't bring us. You didn't go, and I don't care about you. That's the big two right there. It's like, oh yeah, you weren't there, and I did not think of you at all. All of us. You can go. I'll get you hooked up. Dan would take you in a heartbeat. You're not going to get as good a tour because I'm sure it was long. Not even close. You'd get one. You'd get another. You gotta take the I, helicopter ride. No, here. I ain't get the glasses. Yeah. I ain't oh, the going helicopter. up a no. The best part though, here's just, the building. Thanks for coming. Just eating Lay's potato chips and drinking, you know, water and sodas and just you wanna go up in the Huey? I'm like Yes. Yeah. There's only one seat. Rich is gonna have a good time in the Huey.
But then it just, you know, it turns, and then that pew, pew. Yeah, we'll get that thing looked at. Write that down on the log. And the guy puts on the log, sensor bad. Warning us of mountains all Man, the time. Man, I would have pushed that button. Hey, are we, is this um, the traffic, is this, you know, rush hour right now? A lot yeah, of traffic. <laughs> right, we got it. There's an awful lot going on. And the one pilot just kind of rests his head on his hand and kind of just like halfway sleeps. I'm the other guy's taking care of everything. But every time that Huey turns, and I've been in a helicopter before, but it's mainly those jet speedy ones. They're not. They feel like luxury creatures. They we had got the, air we had the uh, former non-pilot yeah. flying a modern one. And that thing was unbelievable. It was like being yeah. in a plane. This is not. This is like being in. This is like being it's in a, a little rougher. It's a tough shed shape. Like it's square. When you're in it, you're like, I'm in a box. This shouldn't be flying. The front end is kind of rounded out, and the back end is helicopter shape. But the, it's, it's a box, and there's no sides. And when they turn... It just goes on its side for a second. You just you can't help but just kind of do that look outside like, yeah, that's, a, look that's down the, at the ground. ground. Nothing about that is survivable. Oh. And you just kind of hang out it and look. It was awesome. Land, Tom Berenger comes over and he goes, what would you think of that? It was pretty awesome. I knew you'd have a good time. God from damn the it. And he shakes my hand again. I'm like, this is, this is the greatest group of people I've ever been around. Did you throw down any smoke flares on landing? Uh, no. Uh, the, the landing part, you just kind of like, what's happening? And the shock's kind of taken. It's really smooth. We get out. We go into their airplane hangar. It's like Tony Stark's house. Uh, Steve Dillon has this purple pearl plane that if you saw it in the sky, you'd be like, that's a superhero. It's amazing. It's like this pearl paint that if the sun hits it just right, kind of turns colors. It's purple. And it's unreal. They've got so many toys. And then we started to just tour their gun uh, museum. Where's the hot tub with all the hot chicks? It, well, the that's champagne. the only. Well, and then I got a cat. And they do have that, by the way. They don't have the hot tub. They might. I didn't see it. They have the hot chick thing because their calendars yeah. are like like they have a lineup of women that want to be in the Dylan calendars because their minigun thing is such a big. Pretty thing. impressive. Wait, I, is I, this I, the same guys that brought us those calendars? Yeah, with the girls. We've the gotten guys. calendars before. Yeah, yeah. no. That was a different one than the one you're thinking of. They have brought us calendars, but I remember who you're talking about because they actually made a big they had deal. The weapons and all. The Dylan guy just dropped them off because they're like, "You're gonna like this." The, the one that dropped off for us was something else, and the chicks were kind of <laughs> okay. This one makes you wish it was Christmas again. I'll tell you that. So you need to look at this one girl for 30 days straight. But they give you know, awesome, just an unbelievable day. So then at the end, you're, you're like, I, I didn't care about girls at that point. I was just like, I think I want to bang all these guys. I think I, I think I like all you guys more than anything I've ever liked in my life. Ever, that's the, that. That might be the dude that was shaking my hand. That strapping <laughs> that's son of a the bitch. First one that comes up on the search. For you can have a goddamn good time. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Is that your name? You're Tom Bears. Everybody had it, and I had just shaved the day before. I'm I'm baby smooth. I look like an idiot up there. I had the best day ever yesterday, and it was just a tour of a factory. It was Willy Wonka. Was day. there a point to any of this? No, that was even better. Like, I started thinking maybe there was going to be some sort surprise. of a... It was just people wanting to show off their toys. And I, it was like being at the Joker's house. I had the greatest day ever. And at the end, you're like, do I owe people things? What? Nope, thanks for coming. We'll do it again. So next time, they're like, we're going to take the guns down to Bartlett Lake. We're going to... We'll, we'll Huey in. I'm like, oh, man. We'll take the Huey. We'll drop it down there. And then uh, we'll, we'll take it back up. And we'll just shoot targets from the helicopters. I'm like, I am... I'm forever going to be erect around these men. This is just the greatest day ever. And all of it. Just because a few months ago I said something about, like, I like to ride my bike in these Dylan sunglasses because there's no, like, all I did was just a slight little quick endorsement of a pair of sunglasses that I really like because I don't like sunglasses that much. Dude heard it. 
Next thing you know, he's talking to a buddy of mine. Next thing you know, I'm in a Vietnam Huey floating around with Nazi guns. Hey, this is the best day of my life. The best day ever. And then I get all these texts because Dan goes on Facebook after and starts putting pictures up of me hanging out and stuff. And everybody's like, you got to hang out with Dan at the factory? And I'm like, yeah. Dude, isn't it the greatest? I'm like, it is the single greatest place I've ever been in my life. Well, we need to keep trying. I, yeah. You know, I, I like Richard Branson. He's cool. Yeah, I hear he's got his own island. There's there no, you go, Eric. There's, see, there's no chance that Richard Branson's going to be talking to the pharmacy next to my buddy Rich and say, hey, Rich, it's just not going to happen. You got to got to shoot low, and then now I might be able to meet Richard Branson because I'm pretty sure that uh, the guy that was talking to me yesterday at the, on the tarmac knows him because he's just the coolest person I've ever met. I don't remember his name. I don't know. Oh, he did. He black and white the photos. So yeah, it was just it was it was unreal. Which one's the pilot? Neither of them. No. Dan's on the left, and that's uh, Steve Dillon on the right. I think it's Steve Dillon. He's on the right side. And he's just he's the one with all the toys. His dad started the thing, and then I met his son, who's like 18. And he's just working on something in the corner, like manufacturing something. He goes, do you have the keys to the vault? And I'm like, the vault? I want to go to the vault. I want to go. Whatever's in the vault, even if it's like a sex trade and I'm the victim, I'm in the vault. Uh, so that was me yesterday. <laughs> so I go into the thing, and, the, and you just realize that the kid that just got the keys to the vault that was just making something on a little press is going to own the candy store soon. Like someday this will all be his. So I wanted to be real good friends with him, too. It was unreal. And Dylan Optic is just kind of a, a side toy. They do the sunglasses, and they do them, like, in seconds. <laughs> I like those. Here you go. Here's your glasses. I'm like, how did you? Unbelievable. They got a deal with the SpaceX coming. They're going to do the masks for the helmets for this. Oh, it's, it's like you're out there, and it's like, my neighbor's Bob Parsons. Yeah, that that's yeah, the kind he's of stuff. Got the, he's got the next plot of land. and uh, They've got to be pals. Yeah, Bob Parsons oh, the guy, has to be pals with the Dylan people, and those two together, I think you just spontaneously ejaculate. I think you just the second those two forces meet and your dumbass is there, you just blow out. I blew a tire yesterday. I just was, <laughs> I was smiling the whole time. So I cannot say thank you enough to the guys at Dylan, but I want everything to do with whatever it is that lifestyle provides people, and all they do is goof around. No, like. Hashtag me. We were making terrible jokes, and the girls were in on it. I'm like, this is the greatest place to work. This is it's amazing. Amazing. Cannot say enough. And it's just this local thing. And they own, like, oh, they've got all these helicopters and jets and toys. And and Dan, uh, the guy Dan that I was hanging out with, does all their audio-visual stuff. So he does the camera work for all their promotional things. And that, what you're looking at online there. It's just probably his GoPro 360 and that jet that they have. Flying through cloud holes. You want to go up in the Tony Stark jet? Yes, I do. That's them shooting out of the Huey. Oh, it's the, it's the, it's the greatest <laughs> it's the greatest day you could ever imagine. Oh, my God, i got to go back. So I quit, by the way. I quit here. I'm not. I'm just going to go sweep, gonna go sweep floors at the Dillon factory. That's living, man. Anyway, oh so thank you to those guys. Uh, yeah, and then it, it just doesn't seem legal Look to do just that. just spitting shells yeah, out. just fire. Everything they've got has one of those guns sitting on top of it. You got a Toyota Camry? It's got one of those on the hood. It's awesome. And I guess you can do that. I guess that's okay. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess somewhere along the line you can just 
do that. What if you're like off roading out? That's there? what I said. I'm like, what if it was like a guy's like, I'm going to try this trail on my bike today, and then a Huey from Vietnam goes out. Hopefully, he's not a Vietnam vet. I'm like, I'm just trying to get back in shape and shape. What the? What's going on? Charlie's back. Yeah, you hear shooting, then you go, oh, cool, there's another SUV out yeah, there. Yeah. And it's that drone it's one. The, the it's the remote drone. control they're trying Let's to help. Let's just follow him. Those people can help. Oh, there's nobody driving that thing. It's the it's this giant bulletproof remote control thing. Yeah, we drive that. I'm like, what's the purpose of this? So we can shoot it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like asking dumb questions for him. Sorry. That was great. That was Charlie. It was I was I was Charlie Bucket. I was Willy Wonka's place yesterday. I've never had more fun. So thank you guys. That was awesome. Just awesome. I don't want to be here now. If this thing doesn't lift off the ground in the next fifteen minutes, I'm I'm sorely disappointed. Everything must be a Huey from now on. Is that how close you were to the ground? Oh yeah, yeah. No, the, and then they yeah, and then you go through this little valley in the Huey, and it's just like boy, those mountains are right there. Like I could, it's almost like you feel like you dip your toe out and just drag across the bottom i had a big night last oh. night I, what'd you do i killed the the legendary bison in the uh, don't you get a bison last Dead night Redemption. i killed one from a plane with tom Berenger's twin brother from a huey it was fun then we got out and skinned it and sold it to a local trapper it was real though <laughs> and then he looked at me and he said did you like killing that bison it's a legendary pelt and i said i did and he goes i knew you would god damn it with a tear in his eye. Seriously, well, I couldn't tell his Dylan glasses were blocking, yeah. but they were also blocking the sun and the ultraviolet rays. They instantly dry tears. So great. And that dude, and again, he should have had theme music. When we landed, he started to walk down the tarmac. I'm like, that guy, I don't know who that is, but he needs, he needs theme music. <laughs> I think that's George Papard from the A-Team. I'm almost positive he's the coolest man here. Yeah, he needed the big cigar. I'm sure that dude has, like, at the ready, just a kick-ass cigar. <laughs> you like cigars? Do you like cigars? I do. Me too, then. I knew you would. God damn it. <laughs> I love that guy. I don't even know who it was. What'd you do last night, Brady? Did you have anything yesterday or in the evening? Then I went home and just drank myself silly. <laughs> it was the best day. I'm like, I'm never going to capture this again. Only alcohol can take me to a better place now. Brady looked up at the I, sky. I uh, picked up uh, Kirby from tutoring. Um, How's that going? Good afternoon. You know, it's nice. Did she enjoy the math tutor? I knew she would. She did. God damn it. She did. You gotta get her up in the... <laughs> I watched the Game of Thrones episode I've seen four times before. That's good. Yeah. Is it a good one? Yeah, it was still good. Man, you guys really knocked it out. <laughs> You just picked someone up from tutoring? Three meetings. <laughs> Three that meetings. went all day. Yeah, pretty oh, much back work to back. Them. Yep. Like, put me- a meetings? organizer in my head. Yeah, meeting? Porkopolis meeting? Yes, Porkopolis meeting. I thought you didn't do that kind of stuff. I thought you weren't involved. I'm getting my hands wet. <laughs> getting in there. I'm diving in. Diving in. What were these meetings? Um, we're we're working on uh, launching this new menu. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So you're getting eating. that coordinated. You no, tasting? I didn't. And There's no eating. Italian. Oh, that's a garbage pissed. meeting. See how pissed he was? Yeah. <laughs> what a meeting is this about food? We ain't gonna have any food. <laughs> that's just teasing. Dude, when is the new menu? Do you have that thing? Yeah. I'm not having any fun here. God damn it! <laughs> I got John up in a whirly bird hanging around having the time of his life. I'm in a meeting about food with no food. <laughs> that's hell. This is, this is purgatory. <laughs> God damn it! Door just swings open. 
Someone order some buffalo sandwiches? Because John got one for free. God damn it. That's what I'm going to say, I think. Did you, did you enjoy that sandwich? It's some good sandwiches. God. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> you just walk up to them in glasses, sashay to every table. It changes the way. You, if you walk up with that much confidence to a table, did you guys enjoy your meal today? Oh, we did. It was very good. I knew you would, God damn it. And then you walk away. <laughs> You'd be like, the owner of this place is awesome. Right. He's amazing. Like, nobody ever. You say, God damn it, with that kind of boom at the end of it. That's your punctuation. Everybody's like, ooh, what's that? Strapping son of a bitch. Do you like buffalo sandwiches or turkey? I like turkey. Turkey's the best, god damn it. Yeah, yeah. Even if you look like one of us, you could do it, you think? I think. It would help. The Dylan glasses help, but it has to be the right. They had this silver hair. I loved that man. I realize it now. I, I fell in love with that man yesterday. Just his being in his essence. Not sexually. Because I'll never be that cool walking around. I don't know who it was. He came out of nowhere, like out of the clouds. You don't even remember his name? No. What do you remember? What does he have a name for? He's that guy. <laughs> He's that dude. Oh, there's that dude again. You don't remember his name. There's Mark. You don't say that. There's that dude again. And everybody knows who you're talking about because he's just walking. The sun's always hitting him. John, I know this is after the fact, and it probably doesn't bother you now, but the reason those warnings were going off is that Huey ended production in 1987. Oh, yeah. No, they... they so to help you out, that thing was 30-plus years old. Yeah, but old. all the equipment inside is all new. All brand new. So it's almost like a... But the outside, the shell, and the thing is just the old Vietnam Huey. No doors on a helicopter you'd think would be super intimidating and weird. It's not. It's actually really nice. It's cool. It gets cold real fast. But the wind was going and the chop. Oh, so cool. You want to go up in the Huey? I do. I knew you would, goddammit. There's only one seat left. Oh. <laughs> Oof. That's that moment. <laughs> but it was it was awesome. So thank you to the, the group at Dylan for uh, being so hospitable and so cool yesterday. It was awesome, goddammit. I'm going to start talking like that. I don't think I'm as cool as that guy, but I'm going to try. He taught me a new new form of cool. I got a new walk. Everything's like you just got off a horse. It's amazing. So, uh, again, thanks to everyone out there. The best day ever. So so much fun. And all you, you, know, you sit there and somebody says you want to come out to our sunglass factory and see how it works. And we do reloads. You're like, that'll be fun. Okay, I'll go. And then you're in a Huey. I had no idea. Looking at Nazi guns. And this is the best day ever. Uh, it's 6-11. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800, a good one, and we'll scream it together. God damn it, it's 98KUPD. Once again, ma'am. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. It is ma'am. That lady is, I can't wait for her rap to come out. Oh, so excited when that transgender lady at the GameStop said, I'm a rapper. I lit up like a firework. I'm like, this is a dream come true for a radio host. That thing is going to rap about its experiences soon, and that rap's going to be legendarily bad. I can't wait. You don't know that. Oh, even if it's good, it's even better that we get to watch her do it. It's, there's nothing about this that can fail, especially when she's on the news in Albuquerque going, well, as you know, I am a rapper. I'm like, oh. <sighs> Rest assured, this won't die soon. It's going to be fantastic. Excuse me, it's ma'am. I hope that's the name of the song. Your name is Ma'am Mix-a-Lot. I hope that's the name of the song. Not Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is Ma'am Mix-a-Lot. Once again, Ma'am. Uh, I'm getting all these emails. And by the way, that cool guy yesterday, his name I forgot, the Tom Berenger guy, uh, he talks to you like he's known you for 100 years, is the other thing. Comes up and he goes, it's such a pleasure to have you. 
shakes hands with him and he goes, did you see the, and he knew I was KUPD, he must have known me. I don't know if he did or not. I just, or he just threw osmosis. He through your eyes. <laughs> he saw my soul. And he goes, did you, uh, did you hear about the Chris Cornell tribute show in, in Los Angeles? And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, here's, here's last night. It, here's video of yeah. it. And then he starts showing me, he goes, Miley Cyrus killed it, got that one! Flew the Huey over yeah, there. We, we hopped on a Huey, and I took every one of the celebrities <laughs> hey, in. That's not something Tom Berenger can say. It was awesome. Miley Cyrus killed Everybody's saying it. So another guy, Christopher Johnson, emails me and says, I'm sure you've heard or seen by now, but Miley Cyrus is the one that Say Hello to Heaven, the Temple of the Dog song, and evidently just mashed it out of the yard. And this is, uh, you know, on, on this same night, Dave Grohl, Robert Trujillo, and Tom Morello uh, did Show Me How to Live. Which right there, you're like, this is unbelievable. I want to see that. That's cool. I pay for just that song. What was the one we uh, heard? Adam Levine. Oh, Adam Levine did Seasons from the single soundtrack, which is amazing. But evidently, Miley Cyrus was the one who everybody walked. And maybe it's out of surprise. There was like, Miley Cyrus was great. But evidently, I don't know if the sound's going to be any good. I don't know who the band is playing with it. That McCready? It could be. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you're talking about Josh Holmes. It is. Rune five. That's, yeah, Josh, a, that's I mean, Jeff Amon. Yeah, they might have had Pearl Jam playing in the back. It's like Matt's playing drums. That's such a great song, too. Where'd they do this at? The Staples LA. Center? Yeah, I think. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, this was something that Brady and I talked about three days ago. Like, did you hear about it? No, none of us knew. And that's a back, that's the backstage sound. Yeah, that's she behind sounds great. It. So that's what everybody's walking oh, away going. Into the chorus. Miley, damn sorry she wants some more. Yeah, Tom Berenger guy told me yesterday, he goes, Miley Cyrus was goddamn electric. That song is uh, it fits with a girl's voice. Yeah, it does. Well, Chris Cornell has a lot of that. Like, yeah. there's a lot of dudes going to try to knock it out. I wonder what Fiona Apple did. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was metal. Yeah. Stone, Jeff, Josh Freeze, and Brendan O'Brien. You think about the in lineup. The crowd, stuff, in the, the crowd. Oh. Jack Black, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Christian Bale, Tom Hanks. Courtney Cox. Yeah. Uh, people that saw. Tom, Tom Berenger dude did pictures with Jeff Garland and uh, a couple other people. That are like Kimmel just, hosted the yeah. show. Yeah, it sounds great. The, uh, but, it, I mean, I don't know, they can't really do anything else. But you're talking about, like, that on stage, Maroon 5, Miley Cyrus, uh, uh, Metallica went and played the Foo Fighters. I mean, this is a $10,000 ticket if you're looking at, like, the structure of it, the way concerts work now, and then in the middle of it and rehearsed, not just guys jamming, Grohl, Trujillo, Tom Morello, uh, they go up and All they do a song. Many sets. They do, yeah, they're doing sets. It wasn't just yeah. going up and going, "What song do you guys know?" Let's jam it. And Metallica did many sets. From everything I'm reading, they they rehearsed it all together, which is rare. Yeah. Like if you ever get Metallica and the Foo Fighters together, like let's go up and jam one. We'll knock it up. They they did it, rehearsed this thing. And it kind of snuck in under the radar that this whole Chris Cornell tribute went off a couple nights ago. 
And I don't know if they're going to televise it or if it, maybe that's why. That would be the only guess I've got is that maybe they've got plans to put Friends this on HBO or something. Went down there and said it was amazing. Unreal. Yeah, and everybody that, that I know, are lucky enough to get in on this thing. What a show. Well, if it's at the Staples Center, I mean, you got to fill that place. Don't oh, you? that would be easy, though. Especially K-Rock. I know, but yeah. like, K-Rock 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 you K-Rock think you would have heard about it. Yeah, you would have thought so, but that's no, the thing. No, I don't know. If... And it might have been some VIP thing where it's it a bunch of... Pearl, Pearl Jam's fan site yeah. is ridiculous. And it might have just been all, out. you know, grassroots internet thing. But you're right. You thought, you'd have thought you'd have heard of this LA thing. LA Forum. More. Oh, it's at the Forum. Still, though. That's, you know, 17,000 people. You still got to pop in there real easy. Unreal. So... Go figure. And I would have loved for that to have been like Coachella this year. And get everybody up there to do that tribute at the end. That would be amazing. But yeah, the, the funny thing is, everybody's walking away going, I hate to say this. And even the Tom Berenger guy said, uh, who's the uh, daughter of the achy, breaky heart knob? I'm like, oh, Miley Cyrus? Yeah, that one. She destroyed it, goddammit. Wow. So I believe everything you say. It was bad. So we look at all these videos that are circulating now. Pretty amazing. And Kimmel gets to host everything now. The guy's hosting. Like he's a uh, he's the celebrity's favorite. They don't let the other guys so because they're both in New York, but he gets to be part of all this cool stuff. That's pretty amazing. I wish I could have gone to that. That's one of those epic kind of almost oh, know, yeah. really scaled down classic nights of Montrose and you know, the I was there moment. There's going to be 500,000 attendees, I'll tell you that right now. There'll be 500,000 people saying, well, I was at that show. I was at, Nobody saw that. But small group of people. But Yeah, Chris Stapleton was there. and Black Hole Sun with Peter Frampton. Frampton did Black Hole Sun? Yeah. Oh. Brandy Carlisle. Oh. Yeah, this is an epic night. This is Man. a classic night of rock. How about that? You don't think of that. We don't have that generational. We don't. We had an attempt at a fake version of Woodstock, and we did Woodstock '94, and then we try our festival shows. That's one of those moments where you know this is kind of the grunge, you know, forty-year-old guy Woodstock. Unreal. Never thought you'd see the day where you got Rage Against the Machine, the Foo Fighters, and Metallica on stage together singing some other dude's songs. Yeah, I, this is this is. Roll, Robert Trujillo, Geezer Butler, Perry Farrell were among those who stepped up to do uh, uh, Show Me How to Live, Cochise, and Like a Stone. Man. God damn it. That's one show I'm happy I got to see. Which one? Audio Slave? Yeah, Audio Slave. Oh, Geezer Butler. Because they were at uh, Comerica. Yeah. Damn it. That would have been one I'd like. Anyway, so we don't have a whole lot of uh, moments where that... That history of rock, I think it happened a couple nights ago. I think this is that stuff 20 years yeah. from now people are going to be talking about. That's going to sell some like a live aid type they have to, It has to be yeah. video televised and for sale, Netflix, something. Somebody had to do something with this to where that hosting can't just by be a. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and Kimmel hosts. I mean, what are you hosting if it's not going on television? They had to have this pre planned to be a big blockbuster thing, maybe a movie or something later. I don't know. But it's, too, it's way too big a deal with way too many people to just have it be a one-off and just say, well, we did a nice thing. This is huge. And plus, I know for a fact, and his daughter went out, uh, Cornell's daughter and wife and stuff, evidently guess what Tom Berenger told me yesterday. For their foundation, the Chris yeah. and Vicki Cornell Foundation raised over a million dollars. Yeah, and there's going to be more. They've, and this can't be the end of it. There's no way you can. 
uh, hold the fans hostage with this information and say, you know what you missed. That's essentially what this is. Like, you, did you see what you missed? Put teaser videos out of Miley yeah. Cyrus going, wait a minute. Just killing it. Yeah. Anyway, pretty amazing. Damn it. And I know a guy who was there. <laughs> God damn it. Did you hear about the Cornell Tribute Show? I did. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be awesome to have been there? Yeah, for you. Watch this. And he's got like, he's on stage singing. I'm like, wow. Wow. You're the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, pretty neat. And meanwhile, uh, you know, here we are. Brady's picking up his daughter at tutor time. And Eric and I are getting drunk at night playing Red Dead Redemption. People floating all over the earth watching the greatest rock show in the last 50 years. I can't really think Hope of it. Hope you had a good time, Bryce. Yeah, I can't really. Yeah, and your buddy Bryce went, right? You can't really uh, think of a, a show in the last 50 years that had that kind of star power and that kind of oof to it. That wasn't some sponsored corporate nightmare, you know? Like Woodstock 94 was the idea. But like, and they're doing it again yeah, this I know. summer. Of course they are, because they can, they can sell it before they sell a ticket. And that's what, that's what our generation's used to. That's what we're used to seeing. Is sold events that are, you know. Ugh, they let brutal. the Melvins do five songs. Yeah, no. the Melvins will get on there. They, they got to do Spoon Man. Melvins can play. I don't want to hear them uh, singing, but they can break. play. Yeah, yeah the that's Melvins. Right. Melvins right in the beginning. Do you know what's crazy about the Melvins? They're in with everybody. I don't they know are how they, they are. Suck. Everyone knows the Melvins are in. That with That logo everyone. is everywhere, and everybody. Wears Every it. band's like, well, the Melvins and I'm like, how the are the Melvins always around? They're there. You know who the Melvins are crazy stuff. You know if we're gonna if we're gonna compare it to the Woodstock thing, the Melvins are that awful wavy gravy. That dude that kept going up on stage, nobody eat the brown ass, and then wavy gravy would do his garbage songs and ruin '60s music forever. And I'm wavy gravy. My like, God, you're the Guy Fieri of your time. And I've then been... collect ten percent after that on every <laughs> right. event from every band. <laughs> yeah. Wavy gravy. Don't you want to kick that guy in the nuts? Jimi Hendrix worked his ass off, and he had to share Woodstock with Wavy Gravy. Yuck. They opened for Tool so much. Yeah. I, I've seen the Bastards like five times. I'm, Everybody loves them. Every, uh, they're, they're every band's favorite band. Like you I talk to Ed, like the Foo Fighters, like, oh, man, the Melvins open. It's like the Melvins are the, the There is always that one person. Because this is, um, there's this guy, his, his name was Tom, and I forget his last name, but he was friends with... Jackson Brown, Eagles, uh, those types of bands, uh, Joe Walsh, and all that. And this guy, they would book a concert, and in the contract is and a check for ten grand to Tom, so and so. He would oh, be yeah. at the show, and he'd he'd act like he's okay. I'm he gets organizing a piece of that puzzle. Yeah, this is a great moment for uh, all African Americans. I didn't realize it, but Winston just texted me and said, "Who the hell are the Melvins?" I'm like, "You guys did it right. You, don't worry about it. You're, you're don't right. look. Don't worry it. about it. You're good. Don't worry." But yeah, it's uh, the Melvins are one of those bands where you just shrug your shoulders and go, "Everybody else loves them." They were the must fat boys of punk music. Sort of. The fat boys were fun. The Melvins are Melvins just are Melvins. everybody's no, favorite they're band. They're not. They're, they're not just fun. kind of a band. Some people really like them, and I just assume that I'm off. I it's, couldn't even give you a song title. It's like when oh, comedians... No. Oh, no, there's nothing. They're really. way beyond you, Brady. Yeah, there's nothing to even really know of the Melvins. They've got a few things. They, they have a Metallica sound musically occasionally, and then they start playing Melvins music. They, they look like them. they would bring something to the table. The singer's got this big, yeah. Yeah. giant thing of hair going flying around. Everybody in music loves the Melvins. I don't get it. I'm, not, I'm indifferent about them to the point where I'm like, okay, the Melvins are here. But they're 
around. But yeah, they, I didn't know they did five songs. But you know, great. at least much. it wasn't Melvin's music. At least they sang some good That's stuff. That's true. You know, maybe some, they did okay. Yeah, with maybe they did all right with great material. Could be. You never know. Uh, yeah, so they got that. I also watched last night that uh, it is official and it has started. And I still don't know how it's. I'm still the, I'm the media outlet calling for this. I'm the only one. I have not watched one news organization or anyone else say it. Hacienda Healthcare needs to be closed. Yeah. Closed. Because now? now they're STD testing all the patients. That's yep. their answer now is to go, look, we've got this. Everybody laying down here, incapacitated or otherwise, will receive, and this is because we're good, a free STD test. I'm like, no! Take it to a new facility, have them thoroughly checked out, and never open the doors to this place again. Ever. How is it still open? And they're like, well, we have nowhere to put them. Trust me, there's places Look, that will do this. And that's, um, you know, checking all sorts of stuff, too. They're also checking yeah. the patients to see if they're uh, pregnant. The father, dads. Well, they have to do that. They have to check the entire staff and other. But they're checking Wait all minute, the patients. Are you suggesting that another patient impregnated her? There could be a possibility. <laughs> well, there could be one due to wandered around. Because it's not all, it be I tough. don't think it's all. Um, it's pretty damaged folk. But correct, yeah, but, but yeah, the age—it's not all old people. No, 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 but they're pretty damaged people. It's an employee or an employee's friend. He's and hired so out. Brady, many she's, other family she's been members there twenty-seven visiting. years. But here's what I'm here's what they're I'm also one of the. So like on November thirtieth or whatever it was, this was kind of like the oops, we got a baby that popped out. So we're in the new billing cycle. The people who are still at Hacienda, like the families, just got billed. That. Healthcare is free for a year for anybody in oh there my right now. If you've got to do STD tests on my grandma, who's been in the facility for a long time, just because you're not sure, I get a free f year from you people. If we're going to keep the go. doors, how dare you have a billing department? How dare you even like tap into insurance? Look, we're going to let this one fly for a year until we figure out where to put these people. I'm watching the I news like last night. I like collections for them. Exactly. Hey, it's from Hacienda. You haven't paid. Oh, and I'm not going to pay because their employees rape people. And Granny had to go through an STD test because she can't walk anymore. And they're making sure that my uh, my incapacitated daughter isn't pregnant just because you guys weren't paying attention. I'm not paying a f penny to you. Shut your doors. Figure out where to put my kid. Mac and Gatos had a lady on that had her son has been there, I think, for six years in a coma. She's like, I'm not moving him because he knows everybody there. And he's he's used to it and no, the routine lady. there. And he I'm won't like, mind. I'm like, lady. He won't mind. Man, you got to. I'll move him. Man. I think it's, you know, just tell them it's all the same people. Just on the off chance. I mean, if you have to STD test, look, again, if I started, if, if Candace, my dog sitter, raped one of my dogs and I had to STD test all my dogs, I'm basically not going to let Candace watch the dogs anymore. It's basically going to be one of those things where your service is shut down. Well, it would be worse because you'd be taking them to Candace's facility. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. A pet, house. A pet planet. And I'd be like, oh. mm, I'm pretty much done here. Uh, last time, one of my dogs no came, second up, came up. No, 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 no. Even if Candace no. said, hey, John, your, your boarding is free no, for a while. Yeah, coma pregnancies are pretty much uh, the, the deal breaker. It's like, wow, that was, you know, it's like bringing Jared back and he starts selling subs again. Going, Come on, guys. It was, it was a f one. <laughs> Have we ever uh, heard anything no, that has cut into their business? I mean, you know, or is it just so packed that people are still They were waiting. overcrowded. Did you read the yeah. stories on that? Yeah. They're, they're, they've got too many people there for capacity, John. They've been... So either they were given great rates they've had or plenty, something was going on. Plenty Most of time on access. Yeah, plenty of time. Yes. Medicaid. That's well, the other thing it's about it. free now. Completely. Like, nobody's getting paid. Nobody's getting charged. That thing's... I don't know how it's not closed. I don't want to go it not full closed? Fox News, but... 
27 years they've been at that facility. Their family ain't paying for that. No, I don't care at all. There's no billing. There's no billing. Well, department. yeah, Nobody that's gets what I'm saying. Anything. Nothing. It's all free. It's ridiculous. And if you've got somebody there, how do you not roll them out the next day? If Torp was in there, and like, hey, boy, I get a free STD test. Like, Dad, you know, shouldn't be excited about that. We're leaving. But that's If he's excited lady, about it and happy, <laughs> no, that's all gonna, you want. That's, that's all you're asking. You not, can't be happy. <laughs> I don't know if it happened or not. She's like, here, remember two hours ago. But evidently, I may have been raped. They're going to check. Are you happy, Dad? Yes. Yeah, it's great. I have your free sauce and, you know, the apples are good. Anyway, so uh, evidently, boy. What are we doing? There's a good chance that I've been raped in a violent way on multiple occasions. So uh, they're going to test for that, and hopefully I come up clean. That's great, Dad. See you next Sunday. Yeah. Are you happy you don't have a memory of that? We'll be by in May again. We love you. (laughs) See you in Memorial Day. I had my January visit, and now my May visits are right around the corner. Hey, you hear? Dad's happy, so it's no big deal. But he may have been violently raped over and over. Nobody, nobody knows. And they're going to give him a free STD test. That's good quality oh, service. So where's we're the not new... sure what to believe. <laughs> so, John, where's the new facility that he's at? Oh, no, we're keeping him there what? at the rape hut. What? And then Memorial Day rolls around. I prolapsed. <laughs> what? Oh, it seems my butthole fell out. Are doctors, you happy, Dad? Doctors say that's normal. Or uh, the, the, the process of a horrible rape when I was asleep and incapacitated. Also, they're testing for it. It's free. Makes you feel like a kid again. Oh, it's great. You know, it's like getting free dessert. See you Labor Day. It's the worst place on the planet. The worst place on the planet. We're going to keep it open and just, uh, you know. It's when you go to a restaurant and there's a rat on your plate instead of a burrito and they're like, well, we'll take off the appetizers. No. The whole thing is free. But again, is it the, the problem is if you shut that down, there's then places. There's what do you mean if, when? Yeah, there's places. We're not that overloaded with coma patients ah, that we can't help out. Near my house, there have been two new facilities. Now, I don't know if they're all age-appropriate, but there have been two brand-new facilities that have opened. Let me tell you this. Whenever there's a hurricane in a major city, nobody ever goes, well, we're, we have nothing to do with the coma patients. They get them out. Right. There's a there's a place they can go. We'll move them. Something good is going to happen. If no. that's the case, then why are they stacked up and... That's you know, because it's access, Brady, because it's public health. I like the way you say that. Got another one. Just put it on the other Stack one. Stack them up. We got a triple room yeah. over here. Cordwood of coma patients. I got a half cord. They're not stacked up. It's it, Evidently, they were so bored they were having sex with them. So they could have had a couple extra patients to keep them busy. Well, did you hear, that's, about, that's the problem. Did you hear about the point system, John, there? No. So the workers were given a point system for bonuses. So, And if you had any demerits on your record... You 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 lost points, so you would you're in danger of not getting your bonus. So if a room went through and there was something wrong with that room, people wouldn't put anything down about it because they didn't want to get a point oh, yeah, merit on yeah. it. So all of that stuff was just piling on top of each other because people were just soaking you in the bonus points for no trouble for no trouble. So they weren't writing down anything. Of course, I knew a place a long yeah, time I think ago. She's pregnant. Don't put that down. That had accidents at work. And a, a friend of mine worked there, and they're like, but we get bonus for extra days with no accidents. So a dude just torched his arm from the elbow to the wrist. Skin just sloughed off. Gotta He's like, keep the zero dude, on wrap that. that up. We're at 30 days. The bonus is going to be huge. We cannot have a report. So dude wrapped up, gossed himself up, Got finished the day, and, and paid for his own medical at the end instead of going through work because they get a bigger bonus. And I'm like, well, you just wasted all the money on your bonus paying for your 
skin graft. So he took one for the team? Yeah, because that's kind of... And I don't think that's happening anymore because I'm pretty sure that some legal eagle went and said, can't do this anymore. sure that's happening but somewhere. But all I'm saying is there's room to move them when there's rapes. And a free STD test is not an answer. Again, always put yourself in that position. Put your parents in that room. Your mom goes in there and it's like, hey, they raped a few people down the hall, but they're giving me an STD test. You'd be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you somewhere else, Mom. I think I'm going to try to find another spot. They'll have another free one. We'll move you to Tucson. Better than here. But no, that's free STD test. You're not going to get, well, that's great. At least they're active. Yeah, and they're actively trying to stop it. What if, cross your fingers. No, the patients are active, too. <laughs> what if they find, like, four more STDs? Like, then what? Like, three or four more patients have had the evidence that they, they too, were getting hit. Texter is trying to make an equivalency here, John. John, outside of the assault on the body, it's not much different than a company who has your secure information leaked and the only thing they offer you is free year of credit monitoring and they don't yeah. fix anything. Nothing gets fixed. They're just like, we'll just keep it. My phone got broken into once and I never forget Sprint. I, I'm like, hey, it's like happening in front of me. I'm watching all my stuff. I don't know if you guys remember that. I was yeah, sitting yeah. here, I'm like, hey, look, my phone's deleting itself Watch. one thing at a time. My contact list is going away one. So I called Sprint, and I said, uh, hey, my, something's in my phone here. It's going crazy. Yeah, you have, and the lady on the line couldn't have been less interested. You are having an activity where you have been hacked. I'm like, well, we need to put a stop to that. You can change your password. And I'm like, yeah, that stops the next guy. What's going on right now? Well, there's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> like, we can't shut the whole system down. Like, my social security number is my is my... Uh, account, like they're going to get into a right. ton of other stuff if right. they get it. Well, that is something that we uh, we would change a password on our end, and you tell us what it is. I'm like, why would I tell you my password? You guys didn't do anything with my last one. It's hacked. I'm like, shut the whole thing down. Uh, that's an impossibility. We would have to close the account. And I'm like, yes, that. But if we start a new account, it will be with your social security number. It will be the same. I'm like, so you're saying this hack will never end? We will give you months free service. Thanks for the $39.95. I'm moving to AT&T now. That was crazy, but yeah, they had no answers. Once it was over, it's like trying to stop 9-11 on 9-12. At least put the uh, name change of the facility on the fast track. Yeah. No right. longer. Don't be say, the, it's, yeah. a, it's a whole new facility. Yeah. We've, we've Don't be the Catholic Church. Huh? Change your name. Yeah. That's basically what yeah. we're saying. Don't be like the Catholic Church, which has done this for years and said, eh, Name change. With you. Burn it down, make a new location. Start over. And even if it's. you'll just have to go yeah. for a, a year that I think that's the uh, that's where ha- Hacienda yeah. used to be. Scooch it down. Call it something else. Put it in a new building. People won't know. And the good employees are back. But free STD test, this, this, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. And it's on the news every day. Like the news loves it. Guess what they're doing now? And what if it comes up that like four or five of them have herpes now? Then what? Was the guy clean? Then seriously burn it down. Here at, <laughs> yeah. here at Weinstein Health Facility, yeah, right. we're doing no, things I mean, right. Harvey was in town during that time. We did house him. So Creepy. It's the creepiest story of my life, maybe, as far as, you know. I mean, people have done some murders and some awful stuff, but coma victims and incapacitated vegetable people, and they're, they're not sure if the rest of them were... You, why, are, why is it open? Welcome to Hacienda Healthcare. No, I'm I'm leaving. I'm taking my grandma with me. And I get to keep the wheelie bed because it's too hard to carry her. Craziness. So, anyway. But if you do need a free STD test, I'd go limping in there today and go, you kind of owe us all, don't you? Give me one, too. It hurts to pee. Uh, What do you got on the big board of musical treats today, Eric?
All right, wake-up song brought to you by uh, Bear mm. Jackson. I'm going to be out there tonight, 5 to 7, Westworld of Scottsdale. Come on by, say hello. Uh, you'll see the KP tent set up and everything. I flew over your location yesterday. It's secure, goddammit. You didn't shoot at anything, did no. you? No. Good. I made sure everything was okay. But I did see the Bear Jackson from the air. And they were unloading some classic cars there by the car dealerships over They look so tiny, like little matchboxes. They look like little ants. <laughs> when I was pissing out the side of the Huey down on Charlie. God damn it. A Huey. Finding a Huey, is like, you just feel like a badass. Oh, we got to get you up there, Eric, with a GoPro. No. Sit next to that one. Because there's the seats ah! that face out the window. No. I was seated, I was seated forward. Uh-uh. And you, the ones that you sit with your feet hanging out of the side. I want a door, oh, damn it. Oh, oh man. God they damn it. They got no doors on this one, god damn it. You meet that guy, you're going to get on the Huey. I'm not you, getting uh, Trust me. Not without a door. You and I are standing there, and you're like, I'm not getting on, I'm not getting on. And then that guy comes over and goes, what's the matter with you and your girlfriend? <laughs> She doesn't want on the plane, goddammit. I'm like, she's afraid of heights. <laughs> get in the plane, woman. And you'd be like, holy crap, I have to get on there. Maybe you if like, I put the cool glasses on and I have the bomber make you jacket. you feel better. They'll give you the Dillons. They'll give you, shoot you a pair of Dillons to wear for the ride. And like, hey, Here's the rose lenses. Now you don't look like a gigantic vagina. Goddammit, get in the box. Well, if I die, at least I'll look cool. Yeah. yeah the video of me screaming won't be so bad. <laughs> It was awesome. The best day ever. I, uh, Eric was the one I was thinking about getting up there the most because I'm like, these doors. There's, there's yak going out oh, of the doors. I don't know if you'd throw up. It's very comfortable. Like, I thought I'd be nervous. I'm not afraid of heights, but I thought with no doors and kind of just turning sideways in a Huey, you'd think, oh, it's going to be. Lisa enough. makes fun of me because I have problems at California Adventure with the flight thing. Oh, was, that, yeah, you would. This is that. All it is is sitting in the, the, the row of chairs yeah. and it just goes up and it's when, a screen. Yeah. <laughs> When Toledo and I went up in that B twenty five, there's oh, some man. there's some vintage. You don't yeah. realize how slow those things fly. Yeah. I mean, you're up there, but they fly slow. Now, Huey's the opposite. You wouldn't think this this tough shed could uh, go so fast. It goes. Oh my god! You're like someone a BB gun could break the uh, breach uh, the hall of that aircraft. I I I just want, I want back up again. I said then and then yesterday yeah, was sheet metal. I was dead serious when they're saying, "Hey, what a great day we had today!" And we all just got along so well, and everybody was having like, "I had the best time ever." I'm shaking hands with them. I'm like, "Anytime you want to come back," and I'm like, "Tomorrow, too." They're like, I'm "You got good. it." I'm God good anytime yeah. after twelve. Uh-uh. I'm in. I'm good I'm in. all go. the time. If they're like, "Hey, we need you here at eight in the morning," I'm like, "I'm quitting. I'll quit my job to fly around that Huey all day." I'll live in your warehouse like a rat. Be consultant. Every business needs a consultant. Right? I wouldn't consult anything. I would be a homeless guy. I would be. You could be on those headsets on your right. <laughs> I'd be nothing. Lake. I wouldn't care. I'd be. Uh, I'd be Morgan Freeman and Million Dollar Baby. I'd just sweep up the gym and live in the back of it. I've got no issue with that. It's the best day ever. God damn it. Ah, so much fun. And that dude was so cool that when he gave you a handshake and a pat on the back, you felt like you'd accomplished something. Like everything your dad's never done for you. I'm proud that you made it. Oh, you made awesome. the flight. That's so great. I won't back up. God damn it. Uh, let's do it. You got Velvet Revolver on the box. Yeah. Yeah, let's try another super group. Let's do it. Did they ever do a Wyland uh, a tribute to Wyland? No, you know what? They could, though. As much music as that guy produced in a short period of time, that would be a pretty good one. Nothing like Cornell, though. Which, that's what we wanted to do uh, is Sodomizing Linda, Night of the Singing Dead, our tribute. Just all everybody, these, all knock these, them all out. I just get them all out of the way. All these dead guys that uh, are part of the last 25 years. I'm like, man, we got a lot of great dead guy bands. We could roll out a whole night of it. And on Halloween, we planned to do it. But uh, Joel and Matt got a little cheap with the tariff. 
We what? Had, we had a fee. That surprises yeah. me. And Joel got a little, I'm not going to say it out loud, but a little ginger Jew on the price. <laughs> how, how, how in the world is it, Jeff? Like, look, you're getting free adverts to Halloween. We're going to do the makeup professionally. It's going to cost us. We're going to pack your place on Halloween, which is what you're trying to get in the first place. But some other bands, they charge like a third of that. I'm like, we ain't some other band. God, Night of the Singing Dead, God. Now I know how to talk to people like that. Stand your ground, man. Yeah, we did, and we didn't play it. Velvet Revolver, She Builds Quick Machines. Great song. Yeah. I haven't heard it. Great song. Yeah, I like that one. All right. We'll, we'll play tribute to all the guys who passed away in the last few years. You're going to love that Barrett Jackson. Right. Yeah, I'm oh, pretty amazing. psyched. Pretty Come cool. out and see Can't me wait to see what kind of car you roll out with. Yeah, I wonder if you're going to buy one. I might, I might pick one up. A Hyundai Elantra. Maybe a Sonata. I mean, they're used, right? So well, they should be the thing. Yeah. They're not all $100,000 cars. You can buy a $15,000, oh, $7,000. Yeah. Sure. Why not? We're, we're less. Isn't that a bit of a letdown, though, Brady? I mean, come on. Yeah. I got my Sonata at Barrett Jackson. Followed by the Sonata. It's only got 25,000 miles on it. But you're a car buyer, man. My Sonata got hotboxed by a friend once. Smells a little like weed. You're doing it just for the story. <laughs> yeah, you can just have the story. I bought a exactly. car. I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so you could have that thing around your license plates. The Barrett Jackson original. Your car smells like weed. Yeah, some dude hotboxed it. What are you going to do? You got this at Barrett Jackson? It's just a, it's a gray Sonata. A nice Sonata. Or Barrett Jackson wouldn't have sold it. You got it for 6800 I'd do it. Or you could just buy the uh, license plate cover and put it on your... Truck, or same that. thing. I got it at Barrett Jackson. <laughs> got my Nissan at uh, at the old BJ. They don't have BJ parking signs anymore. Though. Old Barrett Jackson parking. They stopped it. They've listened to us finally. BJ parking next exit, and I'm like, hmm, well, I have things to do today, but I'm going to try that out. I'm going to see what that is. Too many cars were pulling over. Yeah, there. too many guys that were like going well, to the event. Here for the BJ exit. God damn it, Barrett Jackson. Oh, so no. All right, I'm just going to keep going to work then. I was going to miss today. I had the hacienda. <laughs> yeah, gotta go to Hacienda. And now I'm all horny. What do I do? I gotta care for these coma patients, and I was promised a BJ by the freeway signs. <laughs> uh, let's do Velvet Revolver. This is a great song. She builds quick machines, man. Uh, it's 701. Here's your wake up song. It's 98 KUPD. Go get them. Right against the Savior. It's 720 in the morning sickness and. Uh, cruising through a Friday morning. Again, a reminder that you live in absolute paradise. Why aren't you just smiling? Just be happy, because it's 40 inches of snow in New England, uh, Arctic blast through the Midwest, and here we sit in the high 60s going, it's chilly. Got chilly? Nice out. It's perfect. You live in paradise. It's amazing. I got the construction site directly across from us here at the uh, beautiful Hubbard and they've got these floodlights. Seems like they're pointed directly at me. Lower and the it, shades. You no, know, I can't do it because it'll just poke through just enough to annoy me and it'll be the only light. So all I keep hearing is that guy from Dylan yesterday. The real man would shoot those lights from a good distance like this. God damn it. Oh, we could from our patio. Oh, we could blast that place to bits. I'd rather do it with a Huey. Will they come in and put in a turret? If you ask them, I think they can build a turret in less than like six seconds. On the roof, in your house, top of your car, kitchen, kitchen island. People just popping up out of the center of it. Now that you mention it, you know Tripp's going to get one. Yeah. On top We're going to get ourselves a turret. Watch this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a Huey. No, that's not how it works. 
but I want this light out. It is like driving me nuts. It's just directly at me. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you the news that only Brady knows we call this the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And Hooters has a whole football package going on right now if you want to get your football weekend going. Watch the Patriots just march right towards the Super Bowl. All the football action this weekend. Go to Hooters or Wings to Fly. Order.Hooters.com and get it delivered to your house or right there through Uber Eats. You can do that as well and have your uh, football party filled with Hooters wings and treats. Right there. I would prefer going right into the restaurant, watching there. Slop that up and let somebody else do the dishes. Either way, Hooters will take care of you for football this weekend. And we thank them for sponsoring the Brady Report. Brady Report it. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. A couple of Friday morning fun facts. There have been two NFL games in history where a team finished with negative yardage offensively. Wow. Not on my John Madden. I had a whole season where nobody gained a yard on me. Madden 98. It was awesome. Seattle yeah. did it against the L.A. Rams in 1979. It was a playoff game. With minus seven no, yards. 79. Uh-huh. Seattle went to the AFC no. Championship nope. in 79. 79. Look again. Nope. You're sure? Absolutely. The Rams right. to the championship Look it up. in 84 against Miami. Look it up. Seattle was in the... Seattle did. Seattle and the Tampa Rams. Bay did. Oh, it was Tampa Bay. You're right. That was Tampa Bay. Oh, one of those two yeah, 76 teams. He's right. Who's good? He's a Seattle yeah. fan. Yeah. But I remember one of the two of those terrible teams, 76 mm-hmm. teams, was in the championship. That, money, was that was good. That would have been good. Nice job, worked Toledo. it out. That's right. Uh, Unlike some people in the room, I will admit that I was incorrect on that. Eric, Brady, and Richard. <laughs> Denver did it against Oakland in 1967 with minus five yards. And they won the game? No. No, okay. I was going to say. I would say there's a negative 0.2% mm. chance of this <laughs> happening. Those are numbers. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brady? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brady, Brady, where's you know your math much, work I'll on bet this? on that. Yeah, Brady, bet. Brady's got a, a number in mind. Are you thinking maybe there's a... Uh... Total of $139,283.16. Yeah, negative. so look out. Ne- negative. negative. In the negative. negative. Like in there. it was a negative <laughs> zero point. Two. <laughs> Percent. And centigrade. <laughs> the original name for Ego Waffles was Frofles. Oh. Frozen Waffles. But people called them egos because they tasted a little like eggs. And two years later, they became that—that that was the official name. The Wright brothers weren't just pioneers of flying; they were also pioneers of Porn. plane crashes. <laughs> well, you'd have to be to be a pioneer of flying. The first person to die in a plane crash was Army Lieutenant Thomas uh, Selfridge in 1908. The pilot was Orville Wright. Orville lived, huh? Yeah. Just dumped the dude out. Yep. He did it on purpose. He told him, you're better off jumping right now. (laughs) I lost control of this passenger. We're going to land a little earlier than we thought. A new study by LG figured out who's better at video games, people who play Xbox or people who play PlayStation. One, two, three. PlayStation PlayStation for life. And based on their test results of reaction time and aiming at targets, the answer is... PlayStation mother... Xbox, Xbox players uh, by a small but decisive margin. I have a reason why. Let me Wait tell you why. Small but decisive. Well, I'll say this. Uh, small, but it's like Eric's numbers. The two of them are on the same math. <laughs> it's point I'll, point tell you, I'll tell you exactly. Point negative more. three, five, seven, seven. <laughs> niner. Niner. Centigrade cents. Uh, I'll tell you exactly why that is. Because PlayStation owners sometimes uh, have to f- a girl. Ah, that's ah. true. Yeah, the Xbox guys are always playing because they got no women in their lives. On the bright side, for both groups, they beat out people who play video games on a PC. Well, those people are useless. 
but and PC every, gamers will now text me. I was just going to say, everybody yells about I'll get Nintendo emailed. players yeah. are, weren't even included. Well, they're children. You know, yes. yeah, exactly. You know how you know how you uh, know you're really wrong about your gaming when I bring it up and you yell at me about how wrong I am about PC games. You know, you never notice that PlayStation owners never yell at anyone else about how it's like it's like being the world champions. You just look at them like, yeah, that's cute. You guys are still trying. That's you guys should try it. It's the way that you... I like my PlayStation. I'm, c- I'm content. I'm happy. I never shout at other people for the way they play. I know I'm right, and everyone else is wrong. It's like somebody trying to argue 2 plus 2 is 5. PC gamers, you're so wrong. It's I, just I get the PC gamers. It's Not for me. the nerdy guys that have zero life and yeah. spend yeah. 14 hours a day on there because they're yeah. playing some game that takes 20 years to finish. I'm too busy with my kick-ass PS4 getting laid and stuff. Yeah. We can Chicks play for an hour, yeah. stop, go get laid. Have sex with multiple ladies. <laughs> and then if we feel like, we'll go back to our gaming. Whereas you PC people, you play, you masturbate, you cry, you play some more. Pet your cats. Yeah, you feed the cats, all eight of them. Drink Red Bull all day, all night. You go to the comic book store, you see other guys just like you. <laughs> Little crispy hands, That's odd, your... odd stains on your tummies. Only social interaction for a month. <laughs> right. You do your podcast, just you, all by yourself, (laughs) talking about PC gaming. Meanwhile, I'm killing it over there on the PlayStation 4, maybe getting blown at the same time. (laughs) If you watch porn, the Mm -hmm. only ones getting blown are people that are playing PlayStation. PlayStation guys. They're the only ones. You know what one of the hiring practices is at black.com? PlayStation. Sure, you got a big wang, but that goes without saying. In England, if the Queen Mother wants to leave the buckhouse... She's not driving. She's going with an entourage. But for Prince Philip, 97-year-old Prince Philip, it's not true. The dude still gets behind the wheel of Land Rover. And he did yesterday, and he was out driving, and he got into a huge accident. Who would have thought? He hit another car and flipped over. Hmm. The other car was carrying two women and a baby, and thankfully it seems everyone's okay, although the one woman had a broken arm. Well, then everyone's not okay. Philip was trapped in the vehicle, and the rescuers... As he Say, should be, yes. He kept shouting, my legs, where should I put my legs? I've never walked before. What do I do with these things? It's unclear on whose fault it was. Phillips. The accident. But He's 97. 97-year-old man. Phillip, it's his fault. They asked him, uh, you know, he said he couldn't see because he was dazzled by the sun. <laughs> right there. The British that people are amazing. It. He made a car crash beautiful. And you know what the other people in the other car? What's this old doing? Get out of my way! Get out of my way! You suck. look, he's going to drive. Is that the- he's driving right into us. What the hell? Sorry, I was dazzled by the sun. You've been hit by the king. It's bloody Philip. Oh, it's Philip. We have to be nice. I assume you have insurance. No. <laughs> no. I have the, general. the king. I am that. You're not really the king. You're married to the queen. Yes. Anyway. Sorry about your arm there, love. This was clearly your fault. I'm a royal. Brady, Texters heard it, and so did I. Did you call it the Buckhouse? The Buckhouse. Yeah, the Buckhouse. That's what that's what uh, they like, call it. Ian the said Buckingham that yesterday. Palace? Buckingham Buckhouse? Palace is known as yeah. the Buckhouse. Buckhouse. See, when someone foreign <laughs> says <laughs> nickname, yeah. Brady goes, I lock in tight. That's Man. why German Shepherds are Alsatians. Oh. It's because somebody foreign told Brady, well, we call them Alsatians. Now I do. And now he'll... 
Uh, and throw Buckhouse out at every row. All day, Buckhouse. But I noticed day. since he talks to the police, yeah. it's Malinois now because the Malinois. Well, Malinois are different. Though. Oh, okay. But yes, Eric's right. And if we have an English person in here later, I'll go, you have some bubbling squeak and put it in your boot in your carriage. <laughs> and then you had your goobage, your And now you're at the Buckhouse. What's wrong with you? I'm using English vernac, verna, verna terms. <laughs> Nicknames. Vernaculus. Yeah. The Buckhouse was yesterday, and fresh, I didn't realize fresh that. Fresh and yeah, right I up. didn't realize that Spongeo dumb picked <laughs> it up. By the way, they turn the lights off. Thank you, construction crew. That's how he breaks the ice so well. The, is He's it or is it just because I've asked Ian, I'm yeah. like, is it kind of annoying when people do that? You have your bubble and squeak? You come on a little heavy. A Canadian. You be careful. <laughs> Riding the gondola, eating poutine. Because I love that. And I don't throw it all out there. Yes, you, you do. Slip one, yeah, you slip yes, one you in. Yes, you do. No, you pop it out like immediately. One. One at a time. Baby steps. Hey, buddy. Riding the gondola, eating your poutine. Every hockey player's heard it. God, we got we to gotta send you to Heading the Heading to White Spot for a burger? <laughs> yeah, for yes. <laughs> Have yourself a Tim Hortons? Hey there, buddy. <laughs> Let's just send you to the UN as a reporter. Yeah. We turn to Brady, our international expert. My hey, God, buddy. he got it done. I'm out with he negotiated. Prime Minister of Canada, eh? here's my question for you, buddy. How good is Tim Hortons, eh? What? You uh, like the gondola rides? What? What? Poutine. You're just saying things in Canada. Whistler, eh? What happens if he gets to like somebody from Zimbabwe? Ooh! Air up there, Kevin Bacon, yeah. Oh, look at that. Hold it out of his ass. You look like one of the lost boys. <laughs> When's the last time you ate? <laughs> I was at an Ethiopian restaurant once, and they dropped the food from the ceiling. It's so authentic. Got the helicopter go over, and they throw rice at the customers. <laughs> and then warlords come out of the kitchen and steal your meals. <laughs> We've got another uh, story out of the uh, Irish Medical Journal. Now, yesterday, a guy injected himself with his own semen to cure his back pain. Yeah. Didn't work. Pulled up in his arm. This time, uh, a woman didn't realize she swallowed an entire packet of tramadol. Ooh. What's that? It was a painkiller. In her throat for 17 days. She went to the hospital four times, and the doctors... It got stuck in her throat? Yeah, but they and they took a look at her, you know, examined her. How many did she eat? It was a packet. She didn't take the pills out of the oh, packet, I, I guess. Oh, she she swallowed the packet. Mm, that's just an idiot. I hope she kind of goes away. She's okay. No, unfortunately, she lived through it. The other medical story is... How uh, can you be that dumb with medicine and still know to go to the doctor when things go wrong? I, yeah. I ate the whole packet of tramadol. Did you open it? Oh, God, no. Nobody gave me those instructions. So I just ate the box. But I know where to go when things go south, and now you've got to fix me. She did it in the middle of the night, not realizing, you know, I guess, dream pilling. That's a good term. I'll just take the uh, packet. That's a real thing. Sure. Dream drugging. The other uh, medical story is Marie Claire's in trouble for posting a little article. They've deleted it, put it up on their website. That's the place where everybody gets their ears pierced when they're 13, right? What? Marie Claire's? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's just Claire's. That's Claire's, I think. What's Marie Claire's? Woman's Magazine. Hey, oh, that's the magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Apple Pies. Pastry that's place. right. <laughs> no, that's Marie Callender's. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> anyway. Body. They deleted the story because doctor says, please, ladies, do not put parsley in your vagina. Yeah. The uh, article started by saying, um, help kickstart your period by softening the cervix with leveling hormonal imbalances that may be delaying the period. Take uh, a parsley product. They're recommending a tea and parsley. and uh, Drinking it. No. Putting stuff, it in? Put it down it because it'll relax. Uh, yeah, so they're saying, the doctors are saying, um, please do not insert parsley into the vagina Man, as Brady it can lead to numerous health risks. You hear his voice fall on this one? Please. How about green onion? <laughs> yeah, well, don't do that. Gives you bad don't breath. Don't do that either. Bacon bits? Yeah, you're already battling mm. with bad You put bacon anyway. bits down there, Brady is going to be an oral master. <laughs> yeah, there bacon. you go. Don't spice it up. Ronnie, you should, Ronnie, you should, you know... Squat down in some bacon grease. <laughs> if you want to put it on, on the outside. <laughs> Brady will lose his mind. <laughs> what in the world is that smell? I can't find it. Over is here, that, big boy. Oh, he'd be like that dog. Bacon! Bacon, 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 bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. She's hiding in a cabinet. It's Why would she hide? She just You just don't want to come home and see her doing the dip. That would be an awkward thing. She squats over a pan of bacon grease. Bacon, bacon, bacon! Oh, that's a surprise. Valentine's Day. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday, big fella. She's all greased up. Oh, man. She's like a slab of it. That's true love. It really would be. The other uh, medical wants, story is about uh, 48-year-old Win Van Nat from Quang Tri, Vietnam. Doctor saved his life on Christmas by pumping him full of beer. Apparently, Wynn was drinking alcohol, but he was drinking um, methanol. Oh, jeez. Paint thinner, antifreeze, or gasoline. Beer is a different type of alcohol. It's ethanol. And the doctors knew that if they fed this guy beer, it would keep his liver busy enough processing the ethanol to keep it from fully processing the methanol. Hmm. So they put the equivalency of 15 cans of beer, pumped him. And it uh, saved his life. I'd have pumped him full of something else outside that Huey. That I was Irish guy would have fixed him. I'd been that Huey, goddammit, and seen him chugging my gasoline, and he'd have been done. God, that Huey was cool. I want to be in a Huey all day. We have a another Paul Menchaca type story. Oh, no. Oh, I saw a little piece of this. Now, Paul is the guy that... Play pretended to be retarded, so this caretakers time, would wipe his butt and give him a hard on. Correct. This time, it was a lady. In Perland, Texas. She faked uh, that she was autistic. She called the um, service, the caregiving service, and said, My twin sister is autistic. Um, could you come over here and spend the night with her? The caregiver followed. Uh, she left instructions for the caregiver. And she picked up the twin, took her home. The caregiver told the police the sister later engaged in sexually oriented conduct. That's the when the caregiver one. got suspicious and started looking into it and found out she don't have a twin sister. She was just play pretending to be autistic and giving guys handies. Yep. Man, that doesn't seem so bad. I guess if you had to watch that, maybe it was. <laughs> you wrote very poorly next to this Paul Minchak. <laughs> to remind yourself, I've never seen one of Brady's I notes. I asked Toledo, do you remember that thing? <laughs> 
It's like a two-year-old just wrote, oh, yeah, Paul Menchaca. I couldn't remember the name. The Menchaca. <laughs> Your A is like, oh, God. we're assessing this entire situation. I think you should go back to first grade and write something and just give it to a teacher for handwriting class and see what grade you get. I, it would be a C at best. And that's a teacher being nice. I would take my time. If she didn't know, and we just mixed in your paper with the other first graders and said, all right, this is a handwriting thing. Just write the alphabet. You wouldn't take your time. Just do it like you normally do it and then put it in there and then get graded on how you write letters. I bet you get a C. I know it wouldn't be fifth grade because I've seen the the writing. Oh, no, no. You're nowhere near that. First, kids new to letters. It's great because sometimes they're just not even in the same line. Yeah, I like that Paul Menchaca started the trend of pretending to be a little bit retarded to get laid. That says a lot. I've got some wild world. All right, knock it cold. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. The cops in Anderson, Missouri, raided a... Hold on a second. Larry should do this. We should, like, have... Wait, wait, wait. Fake autism? We won't tell Larry that we've done this, but we'll call a caregiver and say that we've got a friend who's a little bit retarded. And send him over to Larry's house while he's playing video games, cross-legged style, or flying a drone. Like, oh, yeah, he's something's wrong with him. <laughs> Go in and then try to give Larry a handy. And we'll just say, hey, this girl's really interested. Larry won't know she's a caretaker. The instructions are, please change his diaper. <laughs> yeah, the caretaker won't know Larry's retarded. He'll fight you, but try, you got to get that diaper off. It might take two or three people. <laughs> yeah. It's like that girl that you set me up with was crazy. I know for a fact today he is not wearing a diaper. <laughs> it's going to cost us 19 bucks. We'll get Larry off the schneid. She wouldn't get past his security system. That's true. He got so many cameras and lasers in his house. That's a point. Women maybe, aren't allowed. Maybe we can catch him like she shows up when he's Indian style flying his drone around the front yard. Yeah, which would be a dead giveaway that he's crazy and she's there for the right reason. Perfect timing as well. This is, this is a plan, boys. <laughs> so in Anderson, Missouri... Police raided 65-year-old Jane Kivitt's house looking for meth. They found it, but they also found something else. A dead bald eagle in the freezer. Oh, Jesus. James wouldn't say how the dead bald eagle wound up in his freezer, but it's a federal crime. You don't need to know. (laughs) He's going to be charged for having the dead bald eagle. How was it killed? Was it a legendary eagle? Have you killed an eagle yet in Red Dead? Oh, yeah. Oh, with a bow and arrow? It's the best. There's a mugshot. Oh, an arrow. James Kivett. You guys are just bragging now. You can't bow an arrow on an eagle yet? No. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Homo. I can kill grizzly bears, shoot him right in the eye. He, he got an With eyeball a shot. Bow and arrow? Yeah. Damn. You can't? No. Yeah. You're probably still using that carbine thing. Well, he's charging at me. Yeah. I wait for him to get me, and I bow and arrow him during the wrestling match. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. You want to go, Grizzly? Here I am, god damn it. <laughs> that game is amazing. I haven't done a lot of the hunting yet, but I killed a I killed a bald eagle, and I did feel a little guilty because it's authentic. It was floating around in the water. I had to go get it. Like, oh, I killed America's symbol. Yeah, and you can eat it and everything. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're not done with it. There's a guy that uh, lives in Pennsylvania named Joey Henney. He used to host a hunting and fishing show on ESPN called Joey Henney's Outdoors. <laughs> He has an emotional support alligator. The gator's name is Wally. He's four and a half feet long, and apparently he's so domesticated that he acts like a dog. He likes lying on the bed, hanging out with Joey, 
and following, following him around the house. Joey also brings him to the senior centers in the area to spread the, the love and spend time with supporting idea. other people. Great idea, because they don't have enough trauma in their lives. Put your arm in Wally's mouth. There's a picture of uh, Joey holding Wally. So for the first 35 minutes of his visit to the senior center, it's explaining to them that everything's okay. Oh, he's got him in a dog harness. Yeah. He's, he's, that's kind of cute. i got to be honest. It's kind of adorable. That is. But the seniors are not comfortable for the first half hour. They spoon with Joey. No, for the first half hour, they're all scared, and their heart, their heart rates are at an all-time high. He says... Uh, for the first half hour, Wally eats at the senior center. Mm. Doesn't say what. The sauce. And then the rest of the... Yesterday's leftovers, <laughs> which is Gladys and Phyllis. Yeah. Where's Gladys and Phyllis? Where's Wally? Out back eating. Got to be honest, that's a better result for my grandmother than Hacienda. Yeah, that's true. Gladys and Phyllis passed away yesterday with the Lord now. But where are their bodies? Uh, in a few minutes, we're going to meet Wally, the alligator. Whatever he is. Provided a lot of protein for Wally. That's dumb. That's going to end badly. We all know it. Did Siegfried and Roy teach us nothing? I have to correct something. that This is all wild America, not wild world, because I thought oh. this wild world radio video was in Australia, but it was in Hawaii. Close. It's a picture of a girl swimming with a monster 20-foot great white shark. Off the coast of Hawaii. Wow. Oh, fun. What is she thinking? They think this is one of the biggest ones they've seen. That's a pregnant one. Yeah, that thing's fat. A... What the hell? <laughs> it's the Brady of the sea. <laughs> yeah, look at this. <laughs> he's just friendly, walking around a little bit. He's working on he's it. He's too fat to kill them. <laughs> he's not hungry. I would, he's Bruce done. Bruce just let himself go. <laughs> the person that's head on with that camera. Man. Whoa, you guys are just teasing at this point. I'm not fast as I used to be. There's like so much food around. I'm not going to lie to you. You look great, but I ate a f load of tourists over there in Thailand. Caught a current them in Hawaii. Look, everyone, it won't eat us. That is Brady without his shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. I know where the buffet is. Right it's like straight ahead, I think people. there's a carcass. Oh, yeah, that look a at that. Whale carcass there, that's maybe... So that's it. Swim oh, with chum. Yeah. Is that a dead whale floating around? Yeah. No wonder the shark's got his mind on something else. Yeah, you'd think there'd be other sharks. Yeah, this is an insanely dangerous All right, buffet's place. open. Yeah. Time to leave. <laughs> right. That is the fattest shark I've ever seen. Back up and see that. I thought you get in that the trend of, crazy. Of the little yeah, ones. No kidding. I mean, what I did yesterday was nothing. Yeah, this is... Look at this fat shark I found. <laughs> You're the dumbest lady ever. Look, guys, I'm with a fat shark. Well, fat I'm working on it, you judgmental whore. That's a pretty good photo there. Is this real or is this... <laughs> that shark's too fat. Like, there's something wrong with him. I always told my blood pressure's too hard to move to Hawaii. <laughs> Get out of here, Bruce. He's retired. I'm done. I'm not going to eat you. Uh, it's my nature, but I'm not doing it. I live in Hawaii now. I'm a vegetarian. I had to cut out sodium. <laughs> He's a Kevin Smith of shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm the widowmaker. I'm lucky to be alive. So, basically, my swim to Hawaii and back home is What's my treadmill. Whale? Is that yeah. whale? We'll yeah, this whale disclaimer is hilarious. Yeah.
don't do this. I highly discourage people just, from stepping yeah, into the water purposely. Great white. There had to have been a point in time that could have been other sharks on that whale, but they say yeah. when the when the big bull, great white, one shows they up. all take off. Well, look at these morons though with their shirts off yeah. and stuff, going, "Hey, Melissa found a fat shark." Give me the GoPro. Let's go. What? It doesn't anything enter their mind about <laughs> being so, so stupid that this is going to end grisly. Let's swim around the dead whale. I'm sure there'll be a lot of fun life around it. Well, that poor whale doesn't need this on video either. (laughs) This is the Hacienda of the Sea. I'm Brady Bogan, and that's your Wild America. Brady Video! I guess if you're going to swim with a gray white right after (laughs) it eats off that whale for a minute. You got a good shot. Yeah, that's probably the best. Once the door's closed to the, uh, you know, Texas of the sea. So, all right, see you tomorrow, Todd. Mm. (laughs) Tourists, you lucky bastards. I just piled down a ton of chicken fried. And the other smart diver was, is there more sharks coming? I'll hide inside the whale carcass. <laughs> and it's just in the middle of that picture you're showing right there. He's like, are you kidding yeah, me? Is this dumb bitch taking a selfie with me? <laughs> All right, I'll pose. All right, I'll give you one smile, but man, are you lucky. I would eat you if I wasn't so full. I've got a tad bit of IBS. I'm bloated. Right now, I don't feel like eating. I couldn't possibly. One of the last tourists I ate gave me a little something. But you're getting a little cavalier inviting your friends about. <laughs> he is That is the fattest <laughs> shark I've ever seen. He doesn't even look mad anymore. Nope. I'm just fat. Fat and happy. I'm an American great white. 64 ounces of soda and a double quarter pound of tourist. God, you look delicious. Couldn't eat another bite. Bruce, leave the whale alone. <laughs> Sharks are going to start having heart attacks. Thanks for throwing all your garbage in the sea. It's in my gullet. So I'm just going to eat it all. Screw it. I'll get on the diet tomorrow. We've got one last video video. Red this- Mountain weight loss is great. I'll start that in February, though. Can you do so much more now, Bruce? Ah, it's unbelievable. My knees don't hurt. Fins. My dorsal. My dorsal fin is standing up again. Used to be so like limp and useless. Dragon. Now, like a flaming dragon. Fire-breathing dragon, that is. And I would eat any tourist that flies in front of me because I know how to control myself. Portion sizes. So the final radio video is a silly sounds from a chilly baby. Oh. It's totes adorable. God, what happened to you this week? When did, I, are I you, like this one you because going you, you might not know what it is, necessarily. This is estrogen-related Brady all week long. <laughs> <laughs> What's on its head? You don't want that. It's a towel. You got a towel on it. It's just out of the bath, baby. <laughs> it's a mini yodeler. Ah, it's pretty <laughs> All right, one more time. Oh, that is so Told Sounds like the Huey. Gotcha. I need to freeze my baby more often. <laughs> Put your baby in the freezer today, it'll do the same thing. Recordings of a young Slim Whitman. <laughs> there is a small group of people enjoying what you just said. Yeah, who's Slim Whitman? Exactly. He used to yodel. He was a yodeler. Really? He sold you over famous, 8 though? million copies Man, in, in the 70s. Good God, I've got to explain everything. In the 70s on television, there was a commercial for this guy named Slim Whitman. He used to do 
yodeling, and they'd always say, sold more records worldwide than Elvis Presley. And then he'd be like, tumbling, tumbleweed. And he looked like a rapist. Oh, look at the pencil yeah. mustache. Didn't you know? It starts to yodel. It gets real annoying. But Brady remembered. I remember to what is done best. Oh, tumbling, tumbleweeds. That's yeah, the that's the one they always do. Pledging our love to the ground. And Brady just referenced this guy. This was in the big Lebowski. Yeah. Drifting along with a tumbling tumbleweed. Is this when he yodels? I don't know. I'm not Brady, you'd have to help me what out. What songs yeah, does he yodel I, on? Yeah, what B-sides do you like from Slim Whitney? Yeah. Well, Maybe all. Blue Eyes Crying in the All right. right. Oh, not his song? No, none okay. of them are. Oh, that's not. Good in fairness, Elvis never wrote his songs either. Yes. But every day in the afternoon, if you were home and a kid, you're like, Slim Whitman's four albums, $19. He's sold more records than Elvis Presley worldwide. The ages I'll remember. The great Slim Whitman, available now. Order now and get six more Slim Whitman albums you don't want. Indian Love Call. That's the, that's the one you want? Let's see if he right. yodels in that one. This yodeler never yodels. Yeah, no, he would get into it. Though. Once he starts, he just can't. If you refuse me, how old I are will you, Brady? Yeah, Brady's not young. <laughs> waiting all along. Can I get the albums of the Slim Whitman, Mom? Why are you dipping your vagina in that bacon grease? What's going on? You're an old soul, young Brady. <laughs> your dad'll be home in an hour. Here's a Slim Whitman record. Who <laughs> they do? There we go. Sounds like Tiny Tim. Yeah. Eight million copies. More than Elvis. They're lying. They're lying. No way. I bet you saw that commercial more than I did. That's a blatant. I bet you ordered more Slim Whitman's records. No. How are there 8 million people? I probably did. I like Slim Whitman commercials. Those and the L. Ron Hubbard ones were pretty great. (sighs) Dianetics. Sold more books than the Bible. And Boxcar Willie. I don't know what that is. Another Slim Whitman. Surprised you didn't know the boxcar. No, I just remember his Toledo, face. Toledo, you know. I do remember boxcar Willie. You do? Yeah. Well, anyway, that was the here's, reference here's Brady used. Boxcar Willie. Yeah. I think somebody lied to you. You might be 90. Over 5,230,016 cents album sold. Order now. Like rock music. Order now for the low, low price of. Total of $139,000, 283 and 16 cents. It's numbers that don't matter. Send us anything. You listen to as a child? No, I didn't listen. I saw the commercial. Oh, that's... Never, you, uh... Yeah, never learned. listened. Use the code, Joe Frazier, and get 20% off. Clearly, they made an impression. Oh, yeah. No, Slim, Slim Whitman was on a lot. He had an advertising team, but I never thought it would come up in 2019. I have to explain it to everyone. Anyway... More fat sharks, less crying babies. <laughs> or fat sharks eating crying babies. You combo those. Oh, happy day. Uh, it's 7.53. The great Jeff Ross is going to join us. The Roastmaster General is going to be here in a little while. We'll talk to him. He's out at the new CB Live, which is in Phoenix. I'm told I keep saying Scottsdale, but it's close. It's in Desert Ridge, but you can get on out there and see uh, the great Jeff Ross this weekend. We'll talk to him next. It's 98. All right. It's Lincoln Park right there. It's 8.06 in the morning. Singing. It's going to talk to Jeff Ross in just a little bit. He's here, uh, and he's over at CB Live, which is an all-new place up at Desert Ridge. 
Same folks that brought you the great uh, stand-up live downtown and the Tempe Improv in Tempe have opened up their new place, CB Live, um, Desert Ridge. And I'm seeing pictures. I have not been, but it is unbelievable. Caliendo said it's the best club he's played in the country. And he said the second best club he's played in the country is stand-up live. He said, so we've got the two best in all the nation, and Jeff Ross is out there tonight, which is fantastic. You I'm going to go? do a little... Uh podcast in the next two weeks over there on the, the menu, basically. Oh, you're going to go? Oh, okay, cool. Out at CB Live. That's yep. great. Uh, CBLive.com if you want to uh, check it out. 602-910-5161. You can buy tickets to go see uh, the Roastmaster General. Jeff Ross will be in here with us in a second. By the way, the lady that was swimming with that big fat shark, uh, her name is Ocean Ramsey, and evidently she is a well-known oceanographer. And, My favorite uh, yeah, right now. Brady and I both agree that this may be the best oceanographer uh, in the history of oceanographers, yes. I think. Um, Google search her, Ocean Ramsey. I mean, other than the Cousteau family. No, no. I'm not... Uh, not sure you're pronouncing that right, but okay. Ocean Ramsey? I know. Oh, Cousteau? Cousteau? Why? Uh, I think you said Custo. Oh, Custo. It's the Custos. You're talking about not Jacques. Custo. Oh, the Custos. The Custos. The, famous Custos. the Custos of uh, Brooklyn. They used to dive down there and pick up dead bodies. Uh, Ocean Ramsey uh, has a. Uh, she works out. She's all right. Toledo, I know Jacques and Philippe very Coastal. well growing up. Uh, click, just go to uh, Ocean Ramsey body because that's one of the things that comes up when you start typing her name in. Um, she's got. Um, she's built for the water. Yeah, she's a mermaid. <laughs> Ariel's jealous. Let's just say that this is a, an impressive display of oceanography. <laughs> And she's uh, so yeah. You're gonna spend some time at work looking at this. <laughs> okay. Those setups. Uh, We're just looking at pictures on the radio. I don't care. <laughs> Jeff Ross can wait. I mean, look at her that with one. that bull shark. Now, something about those big flippers too makes her look taller. It's like good high heels underwater. There's no possible way. Like the ocean animals treat her nice, like she's Snow White. I don't even try to bite her. The good ones. Anyway, uh, yeah, Google search that. And thank you to the people that were telling me you need to check out Ocean Rams. And Brady brings up a good point. Why is she not part of Shark Week? How have I watched Shark Week for the last 20 years and not once seen Ocean Ramsey swimming around? That's a three-hour spectacular. She's too good for that, John. Is she? Yep. Is she? Then start her own show. How come I've never seen this woman on television? I do a lot of shark viewing. I like shark TV. Where's the Ocean Ramsey show? I had to watch Josh Wolf host Shark Night, whatever that stupid talk show was. Where was she? Shark yeah. After Dark. Shark After Dark. Thank You've you. dubbed yourself Ocean Ramsey. Yeah. You need to be on TV. Is that her real name? Anyway, she's great. Now we got to look at Jeff Ross. Great. <laughs> My head might explode. I'm sure he would agree. I need a, I need a, I need a, a cracker or something in between Ocean Ramsey's. Look at that picture. In between the pictures of her and Jeff Ross, I need a, I need a fruit smoothie or something. I need to cleanse this eye palate. Uh, Jeff Ross is coming in here next. It's 98 KUPD. Three days grace animal I have become, and the Roastmaster General is here. He's taking the guitar with him. It's heading along. Jeff Ross is in the room, everybody, and he is uh, at CB Live, which is at Desert Ridge. A brand-new club at Desert Ridge is uh, happening right there, cblive.com. If you want to go see Mr. Ross, 602-910-5156. And this is like a, this is like one of those moments on Merv Griffin. You just wandered over with your guitar. Play us a song. Are you going to play us the song, Jeff? This is not plugged in, but... Yeah, but we'll get it. Arizona. Go ahead. 
I'm glad to be in ya. <laughs> Arizona. No, no. If you have no plans in Arizona this weekend, <laughs> you got to come out to CB Live. It's a new rock club. Have you seen it? Have you been there yet? I walked through last night. I love the vibe. It's pretty unbelievable, right? All the shows are packed. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no tickets to give away. Yeah, isn't it? Go- you don't even need to promote this. Put your put your date in your in your uh, suitcase. Well, let me ask you then, yeah. because you know we appreciate it, but you don't need to be up right now if it's sold out. I wanted to see you guys. That's oh, not right. true. That's it's all lies. Yeah. They're forcing you. You know what I they're believe doing? Them. I don't. I no, there's think a few <laughs> seats left. They yeah. said there's a few seats left. Oh, okay. So we still have, we have to sell. Those. I gave my comps back. I didn't. I didn't invite as many people as I thought. God, I, thought, I, hope, dude, I hope you said comps. I, mean, oh. I think I misunderstood you. And Sorry. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday is my favorite night to play. So come out on Sunday. There you go. So there's some Sunday seats available. Friday, Plus, Saturday, and Sunday. Everybody's got Monday off, so it's like a Saturday yeah, it's a, twice. It's a holiday. There you go. And you're celebrating. And he brought Benji. Yeah, and Benji's with Benji him. Benji, follow. Benji, where are you? You're Benji. Hop on up, man. Get on over here. Uh, and Jeff, you're gonna play. That's nice if you just have a background song the entire time. Yeah. I kind of like that. Joe Kimmel's gonna MC. Benji's oh, gonna go on in the middle. Wow! And I said, Benji, come on, get up. Let's go see see the guys. Let's go rock it out in Phoenix to, this morning. Is that true, Benji? You guys don't want to be here. I wouldn't want to be here if I didn't have to be. The tickets are sold. I was really confused when I woke up this morning. <laughs> because you had Jeff Ross in your room. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got go my somewhere. own room. But oh, good, good, good. It would have been less confusing if Jeff Ross was there. Yeah, then, I then it's. Comfortable with Oh, that. I know yeah. where I'm at. Yes. Yeah, I know what, what's going on. It's the way things work. Yeah, yeah that's how it is. Jeff, you're doing uh, all sorts of different stuff. The roasts are obviously the like monstrous. We just set off the air. Oprah would be our choice. Oprah would be roast. a three-part miniseries. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Yes, it would then be amazing. And at the amazing. end, like, her rebuttal would be amazing. An Oprah roast would be. Yeah, just to hear Oprah like break down some of the jokes and then like swear back might be worth every second of it. And then under all the... Under all the uh, seats at the end of the roast there's like a, a car <laughs> yes <has> a car. <laughs> that would be great i think that would be fantastic but like uh would you have like something in mind for oprah like if you had oprah like what would be the first target would it be weight would it be stedman would uh it be it success would, it would be the self-righteous emotion yeah you know i would i would go right to the heart opening yeah. schools you know who yeah. does that yeah, <laughs> that's just you go scam. after. You go after philanthropy and after. I would go after the stuff that's precious to her. <laughs> yeah. That's why we love you. I would try to get into that school. I would yeah. ask her what my GPA has to be, <laughs> or do I have to be a woman? And it's racist that you can't get into the school or bigoted or whatever. Yeah, why can't a yeah. white male get into a, a all black girl school? school. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? That's Oprah's bigotry right there showing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Benji, where did you go to school? Uh, I'm from Los Angeles. Grew up in Beverly Hills. Oh, no kidding. Went to school at the U of A. Oh, down here in Arizona? Didn't like it. Transferred. Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, because you were in Tucson. Yeah, went to a school in New York City called Marymount Manhattan, a smaller yeah. art school, a lot of dancers, gay guys, stuff like that. Yeah, so that's why you transferred. There's it was no dancers. You yeah. found home. I really did. Yeah, because dancers really... and gay guys, that's not Tucson. <laughs> that's not Tucson. No, that's... Yeah, that's and I'm not a dancer. a little disappointed. Yeah. I'm not a dancer or gay, but I did not fit in at U of A, so I was... But you fit in better with dancers and gays. I don't know if I fit in there either, but I had all of Manhattan to. Yeah, you could choose a little better because yeah. all of having all of Tucson at your disposal is yeah. gross. Yeah, only out. so many activities. I've said it for years. The Gadsden purchase was one of the worst buys ever. We should take it back. <laughs> just give it back. We'll just start. We'll move the border, which is also a thing It'd we be could a do. Pretty good return on the investment. We won't have this border problem. It'll be new. Everyone I went to school in Tucson ended up with a cocaine problem and left. So I was there, and I was like, "Oh, uh, I came there with like ten friends from L.A." and then... <laughs> By the end dead. of the first semester, they're all gone, and I'm like, ugh. But it's no so friends. cheap. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. And you just felt the need to dance it away. I did not dance it away. I you didn't dance at myself. college? I learned how to play guitar in college. Oh, there you go. Yeah. For the kids for dancing. So you were the musical accompaniment. Nobody hung out. I made no friends at the University of Arizona, and I was there for three years. I'm not joking. That was I made that's no so friends. unlike you. Yeah. How did you and Jeff meet? Um, we met, um, I wrote on his first show. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and I had a buddy, Tony Hinchcliffe, who was already friends with him, and he was like, you gotta, you gotta submit for this show. So I spent, like, weeks writing this packet of roast jokes, and then I got hired to work on a show. How awesome is that? And it's, and it's been he, a hey, love his affair. His packet was so good uh, that I met him for lunch, and I made him redo a whole other packet in, like, four hours. I no go, kidding. How did you do this? Somebody wrote this. Was that the test? Was that the first test? He didn't know it There you go. Time, I didn't know, yeah. Yeah. That's what I always tell people. They're like, how do you break into writing? And I'm like, I tried so hard and wrote this thing that was pretty good. And even at that point, they were like, how do I know you wrote this? <laughs> right, so whenever someone's like, how do I do it? I'm like, it's not happening. How do they do it, Jeff? How would somebody submit that to you? I mean, you don't want to read all uh, that garbage. No, you know, everybody usually has a manager, an agent, or they know me personally. And right. we give them an assignment, and they have a few days to do it. Yeah. It's based on the show. Like if it's a roast, let's say it's the Bruce Willis roast. Right. We might give you some uh, celebrities that could be there but probably won't be there. So right. we don't steal jokes or anything like that. It just that. made me think of an idea for a show for you. Oh, no. American Roast Idol. I like and it. have them. <laughs> Young people. you got to have your filter oh system. You know, do the same thing, and then it's a finalist. Yeah. Get it down. America's Next Great Ball Buster. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun idea. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I like that. Uh, the, yeah. Was the vibe at the Bruce Willis Roast weird? What? Well, no. And watching it, I felt like there were people who were actually, like, they're not playing along. Like who? Uh, I don't remember exactly who now, but it was like, well, even Joseph Gordon-Levitt was like, great. And then you looked around and it was like, people are like, I'm going to punch him. Like, well, I felt like people really wanted to hit him. Um, Bruce Willis wants to hit everybody. <laughs> okay. So that was <laughs> so maybe I was reading that. the fact that he's holding back on, and J Joseph Gordon-Levitt was great, but he was first. Right. No one's ever insulted Bruce Willis to his face like that. So right. He did, you know, his opening, he wanted to walk out and punch me and knock me over the couch like a big joke, <laughs> right? you know, like flip over the couch. But I thought he was a real, you know, Bruce Willis is a really good sport. And he would call me periodically during the pre-production process and just remind me that he stutters <laughs> and that he's like gone through these divorces and like different. He's like, Jeff, you got to go tell all the roasters, you got to go. Really hard because if you hold back, I'm going to look like a wimp. Yeah, and he wanted his rebuttal to really hit. So, right. So, so he, he called you to tell you, look, not a lot of people know I stutter. Yeah, include that. Yeah, he he wanted it no holds barred. No kidding. Go harder. Yeah. And not only that, like he called me during the roast, after the roast, like the people <laughs> like it was it mean enough. Yeah. Yeah. He sent me presents afterwards. And everybody usually most roast like victims are the ones who call after and say, was it what you wanted right they have to be worried that it, that they came across okay yeah well you got to worry worried did you secretly upset somebody yeah but no bruce really handled it well That's so what amazing, was the bro. what was a gift that he sent you like, he sent me a, a a hand massager like a back massager he sent me something else too but he but what really struck me was he wrote me a really beautiful thank you note also oh cool benji what did you do with a hand massager because i'm sure jeff just passed that <laughs> yeah. on to you right? bruce did got it right now yeah, yeah. Bruce did not give writers hand massages. That'd probably be like a union issue. No, you can't do it. Yeah. yeah, it's like being in the in college football. You get kicked out. You got too can't many prizes. You can't get presents. Yeah, I can't accept any yeah. sort of vibrating gifts. Do you hand over some of the gifts? They're like, okay, yeah, this one's for me. Every now and then, I give something to my maid's husband for Kwanzaa. Here's <laughs> an electric hand massager from Bruce Willis. From Bruce Willis, autographed by Bruce Willis, and he appreciates it. And you know what? Bruce actually paid me back in a big way with his friendship. He came and sat in the audience. 
for the first night on our Bumping Mike show. Yeah, which is great. And he plays uh, harmonica yeah. and stuff. And he's, he's a Jersey guy like me, so yeah. I think we hit it off. Yeah. Do you feel like you're friends? Like, I do. Is it, is I a real genuinely thing? feel like we're friends. Yeah. Is there anybody that's... Now we're never... at a point where he'll call me for unroast-related hellos. No kidding. Yeah. And just to chat. Yeah. How Jeff, cool is I've that? I've got a rash. Um, yeah. What's it look like? How amazing He can never remember like certain specific things. He's like, hey, you were very funny in the comedy basement place. <laughs> <laughs> the cellar. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't know words. He, he, You know, he speaks in like monosyllabic action sequence stuff like... As long as I have to blink between syllables. <laughs> He's in great shape, too, for yeah. a guy in his 60s. And so are you. Come on. No, for a guy in his 60s. <laughs> That's right. Come on, Jeff. That there easy. we that go. too easy. Was that then mean? I got up at the stretch. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you're going to get upset with me. I'm insulted sorry. insulted by I'm these two milkmen. <laughs> it does. It's a little milkman getting up this early, isn't it? These two guys. What's funny? It's 7 in the morning. Come yeah. on. It's, yeah. not, it's tough. And, again, we appreciate it. You don't have to be here. But I also think you're too big for this garbage. Like no. every time I see Jeff's here, I'm like, "What? He it's sold out. What is he? Why, why do you want to do this?" Uh, you know what? I like putting the word out that my, that I'm in town, reminding yeah. people that the club is the clubs are great. Yeah, it's a new club, so yeah. you know they're like, "Come in early, Give pump push. it up a little bit." Yeah. There's three tickets left for Sunday. Now they're down to two. It's <laughs> like a telethon time. for. Uh, it's out. This just came in. We'll be done it's in gone. a minute. They're we'll, all gone. Almost ready, Jeff. We'll get to go in two more. And I, it's fun too seeing you guys. Well, it's always great to have it's you. A, I've never seen two guys. Age at rapid speed. <laughs> it's true. It happens. Yeah. The um. Uh, what are you going to do while you're in town? You got the Barrett Jackson thing here. What are you going to? Car do shows yeah. happening. Yeah. I want to try to convince my buddy Nils Lofgren to secretly play me his album that he's working nice. on. And I got a bunch of friends. What do you do when you're town. like you got people in Phoenix you're, you're pals with? Because it's got some celebrities. I'll go eat at here. the uh, at the uh, what's it called the Henry or something. Oh, you like, like the that. Henry? Yeah. I've been there. I like that place. Yeah. So you're just gonna wander like you do you is it tough to get you out of a room? Is it like are you No, I don't no? stay in the room. You like to just I like, wander. I, I'm right up and out all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. What what do people wander looks like up and say? The mall seems nice over there by C B Live. You walk around, you shake a few hands, there you, you go. Pictures, steal do a people, baby. Do people try to come up the and give you stealing. like try to roast you like right away? You know what? They don't try to roast me. They'll still be like, hey, my friend's in the bathroom. When he comes out, will you roast him? <laughs> so I'm going to stand there like a jerk and wait for this guy to come out. <laughs> it's always awkward. Yeah, and it's, and you do it because you're nice, but not to everybody. So let's not bother Jeff, right? Well, to be about being a roast guy is kind of a, li- a license to like just be rude and walk away. Yeah. Like, I only, I only I only roast celebrities, and I just walk away. <laughs> and then you or, leave. I don't roast uh, homeless people. You haven't earned it yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't right. know why it is. We were talking about this, Benji and I, on the phone, why uh, there's so much comedy in Phoenix. Like, yeah. the people are very nice, but they're not particularly bright. I mean, they're no <laughs> brighter than anywhere else. I mean, maybe even less bright. The You're sun, saying maybe we don't deserve it as a metro area that we've sun. got. But yeah, there's the a sun. bunch of great yeah. clubs here. All yeah. the comics come through. I saw Paulie Shore. He said the CB Live Club that I'm playing is great. Yeah. He was here last week. Yeah. Caliendo Cummings was there. was there. So... I don't know. There's something about Phoenix. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe it's the illegal immigration. Maybe it is that we're not that bright, and you guys just go over real easy. Maybe it is. Maybe you spend just all your money on AC instead of books. <laughs> right. We're not reading. There's no reading going on here. You got to <laughs> sit in one spot and sweat and read. It's not happening. They tore down Tent City, right? Finally, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got rid Been of it. Out. So what's there now? A comedy club? <laughs> yeah, we opened up a club. <laughs> You're playing this week. Pink underwear. <laughs> it's a school. We do have a lot, though. We've got three. 
big ones and a couple other ones that are not huge. But we get a lot of clubs here. For, for the size of Phoenix, it's a big town, but yeah. a lot of comedy here. Yeah, it's so I'm happy. So that's why I'm happy that they bring me back and my my shows are full. Yeah. And I haven't done a solo show in a long time. You've been with Attell the whole time. I've been with Attell. I've been doing the roast stuff and the roast battles. So I get to work on new material. I get to speed roast some audience volunteers. Glorious. So if you're out there... Bring your fattest friend. <laughs> Line him up. Bring your weakest grandma. I want to roast her into the grave this week. <laughs> Missing limbs preferred. Yeah, oh, yeah. Limbs, if you can get an amputee, it's like a Ted Nugent those show. Those are big with us. Those oh, fantastic. We are yeah. the great, I am the great normalizer. Yeah. Bring, her, bring him in. I love that. You know, have you paid attention to what's going on here in town, too, where we've got this whole coma patient that had a baby? Right oh, down yeah, the street. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. How about Yikes. that? Yeah, yeah. Yikes. You know what? Bring the baby. That's what I'm saying. Should we roll her in? Bring the coma baby. Roast Let's roast the coma. She needs a laugh, I yeah. think. She's been through so much. A coma roast. A coma roast. <laughs> roast the coma lady. That yeah. story's wild. It is Did insane. Did they find the person yet? They Not were like yet. doing DNA tests But here's the thing. Staff The facility the has decided as a gift to all the other patients that free STD testing for everybody who's in a coma right. there. And I'm like, that's, that's, your, that's your, okay, we'll make this right. What if you find more people with STDs? Why not just put everyone in a coma on birth control from the get-go? That's not a bad idea. That's good. <laughs> That's you know, maybe good. the coma baby can play for the sons. Yeah, he can't be worse. <laughs> and never hire a caregiver yeah. giver named Buck. Yeah, I like. <laughs> I like the idea of putting him on birth control just for safety's sake. Yeah, yeah, just just because we don't want this problem twice. Or always check their, you know, always yeah. be giving pregnancy tests. Yeah, well, you know, just make sure they're still flowing. You know, I like this. Benji story. should work there. What it's a, a weird thing. What are the kids going to grow up? Yeah. Like the dad was the rapist and the mom was in a coma. Like, that's a good story or if, you, if you can adjust. You get a call that you're an uncle now and you're whatever the situation <laughs> is from the, yeah. Wow. Yeah, those people. <laughs> and what was that call like? You're yeah. right. Hey, you know your sister? Oh, is she gone? No, surprisingly, yeah, she's, she's okay. That, but you get the call and you think you're an uncle. You think it's something else. What a then, weird baby shower. <laughs> what are you kind of, are, yeah. Are you kind of, yeah, what gifts do you get? Just towels. I already Lots bought the towels. rights to the kids' one-man show. <laughs> 25 years from now, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's a crazy story, but that's all anybody around here is talking about. It's yeah, it's wild. nuts. Strange. Yeah, so I just want to let you know that that's the vibe of the room right now. Right. Okay. That's when that's how Phoenix feels. My mind's clicking. We I'm got that in the roll. we got that in the back of our heads at all times. Right they now. named the baby. Who names the baby? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. Oh. What would you name it? Lucky. 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 I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, you'd have, yeah somebody's going to name it, like immediately take care of it, and they never shut it down. Maybe you got to name it Jesus. Yeah, that's probably yeah. <laughs> It right. has to be Jesus. It's not bad. Yeah, because the... See how, see how we were joking around everything? As soon as it got real with the name, the name yeah. is what makes it real. Yeah. That's, that's what gave me the chills. <laughs> it did. You felt that. I think we should name the baby um, Roastmaster. Oh, yeah. Just name it yeah. Jeff. Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster Jr. Maybe it's yours. Nobody knows who the dad is right now. Well, all I know is the baby looks like the three of us. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> Little, chubby, bald, cutie. It's perfect. Uh, Jeff Ross at the new CB Live up there at Desert Ridge, uh, cblive.com, 602-910-5156. Uh, Bumpin' Mike's coming back, hopefully. I think it's going to. Yeah, you know, it, uh, we haven't made any formal plans, but some ideas are percolating. And I've never had anything that's like feels like a hit record. Everybody's yeah. saying they watch it over and over it's a blast. and over. Yeah. And today's David Tell's birthday, so rewatch it in his honor. Today. Yeah, just give him a little love right now. Yeah, it's, I think we're having a three day weekend for that, aren't we? For um, Tell's birthday. Isn't that pretty great? Yeah, it's He's pretty awesome. He's staying home for the weekend. He yeah, but that's this a celebration. The uh, it's uh, and it's surprising too because it's almost like 
uh, you would think that this would be almost niche, like just for comedy fans, but it's not. Like everybody's eating this thing up, and yeah, it's a so black. you guys are feeling that over here. Huh? Oh yeah, it's oh, great. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. Do you want to do it again and wreck it? Like if it doesn't go as well, if the chemistry's not good, or just leave this thing as your well, one-off. Here, here's the thing: if I do it again, it's better than the first one. You're sure? Yeah, that's how I operate. All right, I'll trust <laughs> you. I don't. You never have I a bad do, follow-up. I don't do bad sequels. No if kidding. I do it again, I use everything I learned to make it better. No kidding. I'm a workaholic and Dave's a perfectionist, and that's the tension, you know. Yeah, I'm very positive. He's very negative. We we meet somewhere in the in the middle. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's going to be a good year for comedy. Everybody's doing so well, and for whatever reason, there's a lot to make fun of. Tons. All the anxiety, all that tension, adds to the comedy. Yeah. Does do you worry? I wasn't even going to go on the road, and then I I called this week and booked sort of booking gigs and. Made it easy on yourself. I, mi- I, I, mi- I missed it. I missed it. Do you feel like that that the whole tension of the don't say that, the political correctness, the Me Too thing has made it better? All that is why the clubs are selling out. See, so that's quickly. what I think. Because I mean, you can't talk. Like, I mean, because everybody it's like wants prohibition. It. Yeah, you yeah. have to yeah. go it underground is. to make your jokes. Yeah, you know, Do you worry about people filming something and becoming that uh, humorless. We all worry about that. Yeah, because that's just awful. Like yeah. the humorless jerks that go to a comedy club and end up offended in the end. Because I, I say outlandish stuff. Right. That is taken out of context. You can't explain it. But then again, you can't even really. I mean, the world is so upside down right now. I mean, I don't know if you saw today the news that R. Kelly is hosting the Oscars. <laughs> is that <laughs> right? Damn it. That's a good move. <laughs> I think the looks on those celebrity faces. See, that's, they got him out of his room. Oh, we'd watch. The ratings would be made. Uh, now, that's another thing that I'm like, we all knew. Like, why is everybody up in arms now about R. Kelly? We yeah. all knew this was going on. This is not a surprise. And documentary comes out and it's like, okay, something's got to change. Yeah, who would think that a guy who wrote, I believe I can fly, would feel like nobody could ever bring him down? <laughs> <laughs> he married a 15-year-old. We were well aware of it all. Yeah. And now everybody's angry. And the record labels yeah. just lighten up because music yeah. is selling like crazy. More protesters just sells more well, music. Well, you can't play R. Kelly anymore, but yet every bar mitzvah I go to is like, <laughs> beat it, beat it. <laughs> It's like Michael Jackson's fine. No, there's a huge documentary coming out about him. Do you guys know Is that, that right? It's like a three or four hour documentary about two boys or something. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming out soon. So we can't listen to him anymore either. Maybe. And we know. knew again, but we just don't need it like put in our faces. I think now everyone has such a personal connection with the people who make their music or comedy or whatnot because of social media. And before yeah. it was, well, I like your music and now you're... Yeah, you're we're more minded to judge almost. people on yeah. what their personal lives are. Like. I saw that the uh, Culkin Culkin says yes. his relationship with Michael was very. He never mundane. banged him. Yeah, right. yeah. What you got to wonder? He's covering. It could be covering. It could be different. But I think he's right though. Like the social media. You no, know, I sat next to Bubbles once on a plane, and he said nothing weird ever happened. <laughs> Is that right? I heard he's cranky. <laughs> uh, he stuffed himself into the overhead compartment. He got bored of it. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. The world evolves. You know. Yeah. Uh, the things that were okay, you know, you watch a Jack, J- James Brown documentary on that. By the way, was it up to these these documentaries to bring people down? I yeah. know. Well, TV documentaries, it's incredible. Yeah, it used to teach us stuff. Now it's like every hero you've ever had is an asshole. Right. If someone said, hey, they're making a documentary about you, it meant you were the greatest person in the world. <laughs> right. It used to be a celebration <laughs> of your it's, life. Please don't. It's like, look yeah. how many people he raped. Like, so, who knew? Sometimes documentaries are good, like Judd Apatow made the one about Gary, Gary Shandling. It's amazing. Yeah.
Yeah, but then someday we're going to have to watch the one where Gary used to beat off in front of everybody at a bus stop because no. that's the new documentary. That got left on the cutting room. <laughs> right, because <laughs> yeah. Judd's a, a gentleman. In? That was a good movie. The yeah. Zen Diaries of Gary. Yeah, Man. it's amazing, and you get Sometimes to know when I get depressed, I just send my diaries to Judd Apatow. <laughs> just <laughs> and just hope. It happens. <laughs> you don't have anything to worry about. I'm a happy guy. Like, your history is like, like if you were doing something crazy, people are like, good for Judd. All the crazy stuff I did, I was very open about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the thing that, like, if you weren't open, you'd be like, oh, it's going to get me. Um, had a three-way with the Sklar brothers. <laughs> <laughs> had a three-way with Ralphie May and himself. Yeah, and himself. <laughs> Shout out to Ralphie. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's, and there's just nothing like you're you're not worried. Benji, are you worried? You're a handsome young man. No, I've been scared of women my whole life. Oh, well, there you so go. That helps, I, doesn't I, it? Yeah, it never yeah. was really in a position to. <laughs> you women love, women love Benji because yeah. he's got that millennially cutie thing. Yeah. Of course I'm terrified of women. They have so much power. <laughs> that's that's now you're making me nervous. Like you yeah. act, there's a real fear they, they will off own of me. Hell yeah. hath no fury. Yeah, that's like that's true. Yeah. yeah. So you don't uh, pursue them. Um I'm just really careful and really guarded. I know yeah. I look like a human being, but I'm mostly walls. <laughs> I see. I'm so scared. <laughs> Benji had a whole show about dating called Alone Together. It's on Hulu. They yeah. Stars in. Yeah, it's all about relationships. Yeah, and how, and you write this based on the, your fear of relationships and women. Um, we got some of that in. Sometimes, if you lean too much into that, it can look a little anti-woman. If you're always making it right. look like I'm the male victim to the woman hurting my feelings, but <laughs> right. that's generally been my life. Which is, I was, I've been thinking about that because, like, I grew up on like Weezer and ska music, which yeah. is all like, I love this girl and she doesn't like me and she likes the football players, so. I grew up feeling like the victim of women, but now that's not the case. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the enemy. And now, and now they throw yeah. themselves at you as uh, you're, you know, traversing the country as a star. Um, I don't think that is I that say. awkward though, because if it had to have changed, like you go out and command a room at a comedy club, the ladies are going to come up to you have a different opinion of you that may you may not be used to. Um, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more of like the same. It's not like I got on TV and now I have uh, Giselle at my house or something. Right. But, uh, but you can see where like a comedian. That who takes used... a couple of years, doesn't it, Jeff? Yeah, to get the, the <laughs> supermodel. He has a gazelle at his house. <laughs> <laughs> his parents are rich. <laughs> He's from Beverly Hills. Who didn't get a gazelle? He's is, is, you know, 16 years old. Uh, but yeah, but you can see where like a guy like you, like it was afraid of women your whole life, and then all of a sudden they're throwing themselves at you while you would start, you know, like beating off in front of doors and stuff. It makes sense to me why comedians always had these weird sexual stories come out it takes so much confidence i imagine to jerk off in front of a stranger yeah i'll never be that confident i don't even have I like I, I can't even like look in a mirror after i'm done for like 20 minutes yeah like, i just don't want to look at my own call eye. me old-fashioned I, I always wait till she leaves before <laughs> yeah that's you know yeah you're a gentleman you're an old-fashioned fella when i do it by myself i'm never i'm always feel gross i one at one i'm happy it's happening alone <laughs> right yeah, doing it with another person. Is, I mean, that's the Hacienda thing. Are, my kinks are all pretty on the up and up. Yeah? You're not a kinky guy? Yeah, like like maybe getting oral while I'm eating a chocolate chip donut. <laughs> that's all I want in life. Maybe some matzo brai while somebody puts a pinky in my Yoo-Hoo. I don't know what I can say on the show. <laughs> it all makes sense, though. Yeah. You're making it work. It's Innuendo. simple. <laughs> yeah. Third caller. You, you, <laughs> you were just saying that you're not sure what, what you can say kids? in the show, but that was your replacement. That that you're pretty safe on. Yeah. The yoo-hoo. <laughs> Fingers in your yoo-hoo. No, people in work out. I meant yeah. to say hoo-hoo. Well, yoo-hoo's good, too, because it's a chocolate drink, and it makes, can double as your a-hole. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah. 
I guess that's a similar works. product. I don't yeah. want the thought police to swarm your office. Of course not. We'll take care of that. Don't you worry. Yeah, uh, Jeff show. Ross is at uh, CB Live this week in the brand new club at Desert Ridge Marketplace, cblive.com, 602-910-5156. It's always good to have you. What's coming up for Jeff Ross? We, uh, you Ooh, let's see. Roasts, you got your shows. We got, uh, um, well, Bumping Mics is on Netflix, yeah. and we'll do some more roast battles probably, hopefully, this Oh, that's summer. right. I forgot. Roast battles. And historical roasts. I think that's going to come out on Netflix history roast. In the spring, yeah. Where you take <laughs> take people from history figure. and blast them. And, and I roast them on Netflix. Like just a, a big portrait, like a funeral almost. Um, it's a celebration of life. Yeah. So you just have a, like a picture of Lincoln. No, no. You have a Abe first Lincoln. Joan of Arc. Oh, you actually go dig it. Like, yeah, you get we have comedians and actors and celebrities play Abe Lincoln and other people. Nice. Oh, so even people from history roasting. I yeah. see what you're doing. Yeah. Holy cow. I thought you just like... Comedians would come up and bash. I can't say heroes. too much, but wouldn't it be amazing if someone like, let's just say, Bob Saget played Abe Lincoln? Yes. Wouldn't that be a fun show? And, yeah. oh. and then have people like Harriet Tubman and John Wilkes Stamos roast him. Mary Todd. Mary Todd. See, I'd that'd watch that all day. Wouldn't that be a fun show? I think you'd have to be high to watch it, but I think it would you work. you have to be high to write it, I'll yeah, tell you that. I'm positive of that. <laughs> one thing to tell you, Booth. There's some research in that one. That's oh, yeah. pretty sweet. I like that. Yeah. Well, that'd be good. Is that on the? Is that just a brain thing? Or is no, that... that's coming out. I'm all shot. It's all done. I'm editing it now. No kidding. Yeah, it comes out. How many are there? Six. Who played Harriet Tubman? Can't say. Damn it. <laughs> She's black, though. I would hope so. It's, <laughs> it's just yeah. good casting. It's going to be great. <laughs> I promised him I wouldn't say I would drop it all at once. So oh, okay. By what? the time I come back... You'll, we'll be, we'll be ready to go with that. Yeah. So there were a few months. Historical roast on okay. Netflix. It's going to be epic. Awesome. That is definitely. And epic. I'm on Sneaky Pete, season three. That oh, comes man. out in May. Got your recurring character. You're too busy. I play a real jerk. I you... play Steve Bannon, basically. Really? Yeah. Nice. Not political, though, like his private life. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of fun. Do you like acting? It's fun. It's yeah. a nice departure. It's a yeah. good hobby if it's a well-written show. Yeah. A lot of really good people on that show. Are you Giovanni secure? Rabisi's on yeah, that Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Do you uh, feel uh, secure as an actor? Or do you worry because everybody else around you has been doing it for so much? You know, at this point, I, the roles I get are mostly just an offer to me. So I, yeah. they kind of see me as that person. They write it. Yeah. Your so words. I'm pretty he can do this. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. That's cool. Benji, what's your dream? What are we going to do here? Um, I've got some dates coming up. Going to be performing in New York City next week, go. Chicago, Zanies, uh, DC Improv next month. So, yeah. And your show's on Hulu? And my show's on Hulu if you want to give that a watch. There you go. Well, you guys are going to crush it this week in CB Live at Desert Ridge. Jeff, leave us with words of wisdom. Enjoy the process, folks. Never get up, never get too high, never get too low. Stay in the middle. Enjoy the process. Man, it's amazing. That was quick. Spot on. It was easy. Just That's a bumper sticker. keeps me going, baby. Yeah? ETP. Enjoy the process. No kidding. Got a big neon sign of it over my fireplace. Is that true? Reminds me. What's your beef? What gets you? Like, what is the thing that ha you have to remind yourself? When do you start going too hard? You know, show business is tough. It can yeah. be lonely. And, and and life can be lonely, especially, you know, single guy. You yeah. know, you come home. Got to remember, even when you're bombing, you're doing something you love. Yeah. And when things are going really well and you're you're worried it's going to disappear, you know, don't get too happy. Just stay in the middle. Appreciate the now. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Jeff Ross just changed lives. Brilliant. Kevin Smith came on earlier this week and told everybody to go to the doctor. You'll blow up. Well, he should know. Yeah, no, exactly. So now that was better. That's Yours was better. Right Yours now. was much better. Because Widowmaker heart attacks are tough, tough for an audience to listen to. Kevin Smith's advice, never cast Ben Affleck as Jesus in a movie. <laughs> Ever. What that was. Or but, Batman. Yeah, right. The two things he can't do. No, I like his movies. Ben Affleck, all of them? No. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Smith. Kevin yeah, Smith. No, Ben Affleck. That's impossible, like all of those. Uh, Jeff Ross this week in CB Live. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. 
as hey, always. Love you guys, and thanks for always getting the word out about all the comments. Of course. It's yeah. Jeff Ross, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. That's White Zombie right there, Electric Head Part 2. It's 9.08 in the morning sickness, and, uh, yeah, Hellestray is busy bothering us. You know, this is a funny thing humans do, because Dale comes down. Hey, Dale! He comes down here, he's like, can I get some tears go see one of the funny men? I said, you mean a comedian? Yeah, I like going into the houses where funny men are on tall tables and tell stories. I'm like, that's called the comedy club, Dale. I want to go. Like, all right. But then he follows it up with, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm not paying and I need 104 tickets. But saying I don't want to be a dick means you can ask for like 1,000 tickets. Taking his entourage. Yeah, who's going with you? How many people do you need? Hey, Dale. Is it going to be... Uh, any famous people or Don just a bunch of yeah. Is DeBaca going? Is I'm going to take you guys out for funny man. Counselor Brad. Dale. <laughs> yeah, who goes? Is Kevin Ray going? I want to bash you upside <laughs> your big bald head yeah, so oh, bad right luck. now. First of all, it's a horrible you'd, impression. Look, first off, you'd swipe at me like a phantom in Scooby-Doo. No, no, no. I'd whoosh, hey, it would be, I'd be so good. By luck, I'll catch one. Never. And all I need is one, and that nose is going to so explode. It's like it's this phantom scoop. And but, then, but we have a, a conversation off the air. Is there nothing no, sacred? No. You, you, yeah, come, into the, you come into the hot stuff. house, you're going to have some of this. Jeez. So it's sacred for your begging, is what you're saying. When I beg, it's, it's sacred. It's not a beg. It's demand. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> If you're demanding, why are you asking me? Go demand the club gives you your... Hey, because for house. some reason, people listen to your stupid <laughs> show right. and right. they think you're popular. Right. Here's the number so to the house. House. We just got confirmation. You're, okay. you're in, Dave. I am? I'm good. Six tickets. Five imaginary yeah. friends. Six eight. tickets for... Yeah. Oh, eight. Eight. Eight, eight got, people. Oh, I got the full poll. I got, I got my wife. I got my oh. two daughters. I got my daughter's fiance. Oh, how do you like that? Is my daughter's fiance. Is he a good guy? Yeah, super guy. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guy. Loves sports. Loves her. That's, those are That's two things. I don't have to live with him. Can gonna, you, you, gonna you, get roasted. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna, well, he's not going to Jeff Ross. Oh. He's going to Seattle for We wanted you to go to Jeff Ross. No, I think one of you guys said, oh, it's in the front row. Oh, yeah, we're going to sit in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like planting Easter Island in the front row. <laughs> it would be amazing. Who brought the monolith? <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty great. So, yeah, so we'll get you your tickets, but you can just ask for tickets and then saying, I don't want to be a dick. Automatically, you know. No, like, sometimes it's too. I, when people come to me hey, you don't want to for tickets. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Brady. I well, mean, it, come you on. Know, yeah. This guy overstepped yeah. his bounds. The one who says, if you give me free tickets, I need to know where they are. No, that's if no, you invite No, we have that argument. Something. And again, if, if I'm going with somewhere with you, you say, hey, I got an extra ticket. I probably won't ask. I feel you're going to have a good ticket. He's not going to question your If it's Eric, Eric could be upper deck. Yeah, he's very upper deck. If it's Jeremy, I know it's upper deck. You're not in the building. Right. you got to do some work. It's screen outside the stadium. But Brady's kind of confusing. I think Brady could go the other way. Well, Brady's good at bartering. Yeah, oh, he is. He gets good free stuff. He gets more golf than anybody I know. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) He's got hair plugs from 10 years ago. Yeah, it's almost like saying, I don't want to offend you, but you're fat. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be a dick, but give me eight tickets for nothing. Just say it. I just want my tickets. But you've got to be able to have a conversation off the air that stays off the air. Why? Because there's certain things that you and I talk about that you don't want out there. We That's not true. I yes, I, I've never confided in you for anything. What are you talking about? Yes, you have. No, I haven't. It's okay, John. Well, I did tell you Has that one time. Has he ever said he... Well, there was a, I will this. say this. There was a time in the bathroom. I'm like, Dale, I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry my dick is so much bigger. Let's not <laughs> Let's ever bring not this talk. up. Yeah. And there it goes. And, there, and now it's there. It is. Damn it, now it's there. Dale. 
Like, Dale, that's pathetic. I'm so much. First I'm, of all, I don't know why you're looking. Second well, of all, I couldn't why help are you it. comparing? Well, because I. A lot of weirdness. Because you wanted to play double dutch with <laughs> <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. Man, oh, man. The life you live? I've never heard you someone. You know what that is. I've, double look, dutch? I've never jump heard. Roping? It's the double jump. Oh. You didn't double do dutch. that in Scottsdale growing up? I thought it was some. You know, Sex thing. You're yeah. filthy. Get your mind out of here. Yeah. That's, that's gun jumping. Yeah. I've never met an adult that says, I don't know what that is more than Dale. Hey, Mr. Toledo, thank you very much. There you go. You got your tickets. tickets. Appreciate it. Hey, he knows your name now. That's right. Got him tickets. Dick Toledo. That's oh, exactly look at that. right. Look at that. See, you do something nice for Dale, he'll remember you for a day or two in the CTE. <laughs> and it's gone. But yeah. All right. Well, have fun at the funny house there, Dale. It'll be good. And if you see an Easter Island monolith at Adam Ferrari's show, that's Dale. Ask for an autograph. Do you do autographs, Dale? Oh, man. What, what's that? Wow. Go Google it. It's where the you, Easter Bunny a, lives. Are you a graduate of Southern Methodist yes. University? You have a no way. degree. What is Easter Island? It, it, it's just like an island of monoliths. It's just a, a what's a monolith? What's a monolith? Are you like Jessica Simpson now? Yes, what's yeah. going on here? He a is. monolith is what you ride on no, in Disney yeah. World? You, you, have you ever seen... From the hotel? Yeah. Have you ever seen the island picture of all the giant cement here? He's messing with us now. No, he, he doesn't knows. know. He doesn't know. I thought that those were um, sto- Stonehenge. Good Lord. Oh. Huh? That's a different thing. That's another rock. <laughs> different rock. Oh, oh it's, it's the same gracious. stuff. It is. I do know a lot of important card. stuff, but like? the stuff that you guys talk about is ridiculous. <laughs> Easter Island. Just, well, that's good. If he went to Jeff Ross, he wouldn't understand the insults. That's true. <laughs> He's having fun with me. What's an island? Is that where Jesus died? I like this funny house. <laughs> Easter Island's where the Lord passed. <laughs> then he dug him up. Boy, he's not doing anything for the dumb jock thing. <laughs> no, he is not. He is perpetuating the stereotype, man. Perpetuating means moving forward. Anyway. <laughs> I like Dale a lot. Awesome. I feel like I'm talking to a baby. <laughs> to get him in a diaper and a binky. Maybe New Year. It's been a while since the exams. Oh, yeah. But again, that's how important you are when you walk around going, well, I'm a graduate of Pepperdine University. He's a graduate of Southern Methodist. Uh, Stop it. It's not that big a deal. (laughs) Graduating from college about as hard as an 80-year-old's dick. Did he come out early, maybe? Yeah, I do. No, he graduated. No, it was eight years. It was eight years. (laughs) Yeah, he went to full eight years and played every year because SMU had no rules at the time. He's pulling a couple hundred thousand a year at uh, that college. Anyways, wow, that was a. Uh, isn't it odd that we can call that educational? Dale gets Dale gets a driver's license. He's allowed to move cars. <laughs> Be afraid, uh, but he's lovable, and that's the fun part. Did your podcast? I, I got to listen to that. I haven't heard you and Dale talking for an hour. That would be a treat. It's fun. What's that mean? We didn't get into trivia too much. It isn't trivia. It's talking. He asks me yeah. during general conversation what that last word was. When's that last one? Here he comes again. Can't you guys come up with some original? <laughs> well, my yeah. God, you're a gold mine. We, if we, we, we did. You, no, Dale, I'll be honest with you. We can't come up with anything better than <laughs> your lack of knowledge. Come on. Dale, I was just talking about the podcast. Yeah. Now we had, Promoting. We had fun. Yeah. How many times did he go, stomp the tape? What that mean? <laughs> Not once. What is sitting down? <laughs> we'll get to it. Sorry. Bye now. All right. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. No, you can't come up with better 
content from Dale saying I don't know, which is daily. Man. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, home of Tactical Black. Uh, defense training system is unbelievable, and uh, I'm going back out there today. We're going to do a bunch of stuff today uh, and just learn. Challenge yourself. Get something together that gets you in shape and actually teaches you a new thing that could very well save your life someday. This knife training thing we're doing right now is absolutely eye-opening. Unbelievable. You talk about that guy that played pretended to be a terrorist out there in Paradise Valley, and the cop shot him, and the cop did everything right. People are always like, you just had a knife. Uh, go out to Tactical Black for a day and do the 21-foot rule drill and find out how hard it is to get a guy who's got a knife and a bad intention away from you uh, with a gun in 21 feet or less. And most of the time, that's the case. It is unbelievable how fast someone can close. And you learn all that kind of stuff, and you realize that uh, people with bad intentions, uh, you can be the one that stops them. So that's the fun it's, part. Wouldn't it be like a, basically a three-second window? It's, you ha- it's so fast. Yeah. And in, in a holstered weapon in your pocket, getting that out in time, if you... If you it's unbelievable. You're in, a, you're in a fight. Basically, if you're within 21 feet of the guy with a knife, expect to be in a, a hand-to-hand fight. Because if you're trying to pull your gun out in a second, now you're just going to have a loose gun hanging around and a guy with uh, terrible intentions in your face. It's unbelievable. And the stuff you learn and the, and the confidence you build. Uh, yeah, again, uh, New Year's resolutions, they're great. Try to go to the gym and lose your weight on a treadmill and whatever. Uh, it's going to peter out. I'm telling you right now, you go to the reactdefense.com. Uh, see what they're all about and find something that challenges you, gets you in great shape, and teaches you something. There's more important things in life than just being in shape. Learn while you're doing it. That's amazing. So reactdefense.com. Here's the other amazing thing about that 21 feet zone. You, you, you drop back as a quarterback. Usually it's like seven yards right. on average. The guy's being blocked. Feet. Yeah. 21 yeah. feet, and yeah. they have they, you got to release it within two and a yeah, half two seconds. two and a half seconds. And here's the other thing. That's Im- where the guy imagine, blocked. Imagine the, that's a great analogy. Imagine the ball is your gun. The quarterback has it out. Right. And he still sometimes can't get There's it out like of his hand. It's like you drop back, yeah. cocked and loaded. Yeah, and this guy has bad intentions coming at you. It's amazing because we do the drill sometimes where I actually have my weapon out and I'm still about to get stabbed by the time I can draw and fire with any sort of accuracy. It's amazing. And uh, you start going through that stuff, it changes your change your mindset. It's amazing. The stuff I'm learning, the stuff I'm doing, again, why get in shape for no reason? Get in shape and learn stuff. That's what you can do. ReactDefense.com. Brady Entertainment. Netflix movie Bird Box is controversial for another reason. It contains stock footage of a real-life train derailment that happened in 2013 in Quebec, Canada. Yeah, I think that, I don't think that's right. The derailment is shown Why? as one of the catastrophes caused real by dead. the monsters. The real dead people, and it's stock footage. It's not like it's including the Quebec accident. There's, people's family not, died in that. But it's not like that's the not first right. time that's... If your mom, it's been long enough. if your mom and dad were in a car accident and died, and then all of a sudden you're watching a movie and they show the scene, and I had to check. No, you don't get any. That's what they're saying. It's like, how dare you? Like my 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 family died in that accident, and now you're like, ah, it's stock footage, big deal. And it's like, no, that brings up terrible, tragic memories for people. Kind of cool. They get to be. Uh, it's they're not in it. Yeah, yeah. They just go show the bodies. Yeah, the nine eleven people have to deal with it 9/11. every year. If it's about a movie about nine eleven, or if it's about a movie about the Quebec train wreck, then yeah. But if it's just like, hey, by the way, here's a plane flying into a building. We're going to use this footage. It has nothing to do with it. It's wrong. The same footage was also used on a Canadian science fiction show called Travelers. Yeah. But the producers on that show say, well, they're going to remove it. That should never, that should, real tragedy should never be stock footage. I, I mean, I can, there's been I a would ton say, of movies that have that. I don't think they've there, got stock footage with like of just people's death. Really old. Right, well, yeah, or it's or it's. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know how I would feel if it, it really terrible. affected me. I mean, from the outside really looking terrible. in, I'd be like, well, you know, at least 
my family's getting remembered, I guess. But they're not. It's, it has nothing. They never say this was the Quebec. Yeah. They're, they're, Forty-seven people died. They're making yeah. They're making a fictional train wreck, and they're using real footage. That's not right. And it has nothing to do with the story. Do you give permission uh, if you die in a helicopter accident to use your footage in movies? Going is it forward? is the movie about me and that guy? Well, no, God damn it, all the time. It's I would, uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's new movie, and, and just for no reason use at all. Your my death. Helicopter crash death. As, no, you can you can recreate no. that. Yeah, because they're just saving the money. The guy that doesn't care about death and and like, will just fall yeah. into Wrigley Field. I don't want your someone body there. making money without paying me. And that's what that so is. So if Megan gets a cut, you're in? If I have it and I'm like, look, when I die in this plane wreck here, I want it to be stock footage someday. So I <laughs> sign some papers. But otherwise, it's like, let's just use any tragedy and we'll just write it in, and then we'll take a shot. That—that's. I think that's really awful. I say. I say, if you give them money, I say, but you're not, and that's the thing. The problem is they're not giving them any money. They, they just can. took it. They're t- they took it and hope no one noticed. Yeah, and that's wrong. No, I hear you. And yeah. is it? You know, if it was out there, obviously they probably showed it on on the news. Right, it becomes public information. For it was yeah. not probably. It's just a bunch that's of Netflix has right, enough money to CGI over. up. Yeah, well, exactly. Right, that's they're the enjoying thing. it right now because it's just bringing more people to watch. Look, if if we can't play more than three bars of a song that's out about on a podcast on Tuffy Roads mm-hmm. without somebody saying, "I want my cut," then you can't just take tragedies in everyday life and throw it in a Sandra Bullock movie and say, "Yeah, but it's a movie." Like, no, my parents died in that, and I don't want to see that as entertainment. Another tragedy, uh, Liam Neeson, his uh, nephew, Ronan uh, Sexton, I think is his last name, um, has passed away due to a head injury because he had to suffer that. Right. I read about it. Um, the guy got a head injury in 2014, standing on top of a, a bus or something, fell off, and he finally, here we are, you know, five years later, now he's passed away at the age of 35. Um Tough week for Liam. It's just coincidental that all these accidents keep happening around me. I have nothing to do with it. I was standing behind Ronan when he fell off that cliff. My wife, that was an accident too. After like two or three of those, you're like, hey, Liam. Wear a helmet. We got a couple questions for you. And if you're hanging around Liam Neeson, put a a hat on. Yeah, he's like the Black Death. Jeez. I'm Liam Neeson. Would you like to go stand by a cliff with me? (laughs) No. No. No, not at all. Don't worry, nothing bad happens to me. Don't worry about it. The wind is blowing. You're about to be taken over this cliff. <laughs> Why is this happening? I don't know. It seems though the Lord hates all my friends. I'm going to throw you off this cliff for your own benefit. I'll be fine, though. I'll tell your tale, and I will avenge you from the wind killing you. During a stand-up show this week, Louis C.K., yeah. Uh, went back and kind of, uh, you know, he opened up and says, I like to pleasure myself, and, and I don't like being alone. Got huge laughs. Yeah. And then he well, went... He didn't say it that way. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say it that clean. You're very, right, right, okay. Very PG. Yeah. Gotcha. That one said nicer. <laughs> but he also he also followed up and said the, uh, he said the way to make people forget about that scandal was to make a joke about kids that got shot. Right. I enjoy manual stimulation of my body, and I don't like uh, loneliness. Hey, that's not a funny joke. <laughs> no, it's not as funny when Louis you says it better than you. that. I have it as word for word. No, that's, it's, and, no. But, yeah. Can we say that? He I don't did, even know um, if we can say it. Digital manipulation of <laughs> my. He had a bike horn. I like I do that to myself. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and that's how it went over. No, we let's give you. Let's give him a bike. You horn. need a bike horn. And let's do it like I have my beeper for all the cussing that I do in everyday oh, life. Real I, bike. Horn. We get you a bike horn for when you think you might be cussing. That's happening. That's got to be. A th- I'll happening. get a. We'll get you a button. <laughs> we'll just. You'll have what? one button. You're getting me a what? A button. Yeah. Can I get a button? Yeah. Sorry. All right. It's 2019. It's time to eliminate double T's. Oh, this is happening. Get you a button. <laughs> I can't do it and not laugh. <laughs> Makes me think of so many great things. I'll take that button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and on the button, you'll have a horn. <laughs> it's just like the uh, what the Staples button or what was the Office? Yeah, button? The, the easy button. Easy button. It's Brady's He's got curse a big button. Easy button. <laughs> so I told him that was a bunch of bull. <laughs> <laughs> what a great button. Every With that he... button, I will be on top of Comedy Mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll be the funniest You can't abuse mountain. it, though. You have to only use it when there's something uh, right, you right. can't say. Like, just What's now. your favorite pet? <laughs> a kitten. A kitten. <laughs> I love kittens. <laughs> kitten. Kitten is dumb. Kittens make me swoon. I can't stand eating mutton. <laughs> I don't think that's going to ever be a problem. You're at a restaurant ordering mutton. Hello, what would you like to have, Penelope? I'll have the mutton. <laughs> We're eating mutton. Yes, we love mutton. Look at the view of the mountains. Oh, look, you've hit my love button. It's Champions just... Tour. How Sutton? <laughs> just sunk the putt. Wow, you're reaching. That's a <laughs> strong <laughs> golf reference, though. You want to go deep into the PGA Senior Tour, you just knocked it out. <laughs> You know what else you need? A buzzer. <laughs> for when you do that. Slim Whitman. <laughs> one, and too many yeah, one too many innings. Yeah, way, way deep with Hal Sutton. <laughs> Pull him. Yeah, there's got to be another. Like Don Sutton even was probably <laughs> yeah. better, more known. At least he is. His son, Darren Sutton, used to be the Diamondbacks announcer. Anyway. Good family. He's wearing a suit somewhere in L.A. Right? Yeah, he's very angry about his clothing. <laughs> Never been happy with it. It's in a warm-up. Yeah. Well, he didn't like all those buttons. <laughs> uh... I have to wear a shirt with button up. Oh, God, listening to KTR this week, uh, Bruce St. James is off, and the uh, hamstring guy has been filling in on Channel 15. Hammy, my hammy! I scream at the radio every time he starts talking. You're right. I watch that guy pull a hamstring, and that's all I hear. I can't watch tonight on 15 News. Yeah, oh, my hammy. He's just so tight. Yeah, watching him. Yeah, I've got so much great muscle tone. My hammies pull on news stories. You sound really relaxed right yeah, now. Very relaxed individual. My hammy. You think he stretches before broadcast? Oh, now? It's, no, he no. can't. No, he can't. He's too tight. He'll pull something. <laughs> what the hell is his name? Steve Irwin. Irvin. Irvin. Whatever. Crocodile yeah. hunter. Yeah, that's a crocodile. <laughs> I'm Steve Irvin. Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Katie. I'm getting tight. No one talks like this in everyday life except Steve Irvin. Mm, where am I? <laughs> I'll never forget that day. <laughs> I was alone laughing. Ah, guy's hurt. My hammy! <laughs> he could have said hamstring, but he didn't. Uh, anyway, sorry. I enjoyed that. But he's been on filling in over there at KCR, and I get a kick out of screaming at my own radio. My hammy! Every time he pauses. Uh, it's 927. We got the uh, Guadalupe Squares to play. If you want to play, we've got tickets to Monster Jam. I do believe we've got some of those. Uh, tickets to see Jeff Ross. Royal uh, Rumble, Royal, I believe. Royal Rumble's in town. We got that. Whole bunch. Of, oh, what? What's this? Oh, we've got. Listen. Nice work, Toledo. 
There's Brady's nice. horse. <laughs> now we got to get him the button. Yeah. yeah, we got you need a button for this. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this oh, is bullshit. <laughs> Ronnie has a problem with her, and I'm gonna put my right in there because she's making onions. You're so perfect. childish. Perfect. <laughs> You're a baby. You're like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and take a <laughs> My button. I love my button. My Best whole, button ever. I'm a child. You are. It makes you it's so childlike. Isn't it adorable? <laughs> it's adorable. Totes adorable. Ronnie, I want to motorboat. I want to motorboat those. Oh, the button. Sorry, I'm excited about that. That's going to be a thing for a while. You need one. Center square. It's the best. Now I'm picturing you on a bike. I know. <laughs> Riding around, cussing. Hey, what's up, Mormon neighbors? Go f*** yourselves. Oh, I got a horn. You can't get mad because you're not sure. What'd you say? You're off pussy. Whoa, Whoa I double dipped. That, I double dipped missed the horn. I called that guy a f***. Got the second beeps. <laughs> this horn's treacherous. Sorry. All right, let's get to the squares. Five eight five nine eight hundred. We need a girl. We need a boy. And uh, I think the horn's going to be a problem for me. We may, we may <laughs> the new toy. overdo the horn a little right off the bat. Just a warning. Uh, it's nine thirty. There goes your entertainment drill. It's ninety eight. James, there. Perry Farrell was also at the tribute. Uh, to um, uh, Chris Cornell that was happening over there in L.A. the other night. And, of course, the coolest guy in the world that I met yesterday, whose name I don't know because he was just Tom Berenger's cool buddy, uh, just walked up to me, and when he asked me that, he goes, here's a video of the thing I saw the other night. God damn it. And the video of Perry Farrell singing a Chris Cornell song. It was just out of this world. It was unreal. I wish I, I can't wait for that to come out as a movie or something. You're not going to watch all the... The videos that are on YouTube. I'll watch it on a film strip. I'll peek through, yeah. My film has gone wonky. I mean, what the f*** is going on? Anyway, it's 9.48, and it's time for those Guadalupe squares to shut down the week. Let's get right to it. Here's your host, Mr. Creepy Bergeron. Creepy. Thank you, Johnny. Talking about shutting down uh, President Trump's in the top left Shutting square. down the entire government. We're not going to bring it back. Also, I have, for whatever reason, because I'm good with this kind of stuff, a massive surplus of fast food sandwiches that okay. Clemson evidently did not want. The White House smells it's been a while. fast food. It's very greasy. It's Well, look, who knew that 57 college kids weren't going to clean me out? They didn't need it. A lot of them just took filet of fish, took a bite, and put it down. We've got a lot of extra. I'm planning on giving it to the people in Mexico. Well, you're the healthiest president ever. You could just eat all that. I am. I could if I wanted to. I don't. I'm not like that fat shark from that video. Gordon Ramsay has decided to continue the government shutdown. Is that not right, Gordon? Shut it down. Get rid of all these burgers. I agree. We've got way too many burgers. We're going to give them to the Mexicans on the other side because I care. The ones that are trying to get in, but we're not letting in. We'll feed them filet fish Wall of burgers. A wall of burgers is not a bad idea. We'll use anything. A trash wall. <laughs> That's cheaper, Ron. Shut it down. Not middle square. 
Uh, his son is a chip off the old block. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. It's good to be here. I understand someone was in the chopper. Yeah. John Holmberg. in the chopper yesterday. Look. Daddy, son. look at me. I'm look huge. At, look at the size of Conendez. He's an unbelievable replica of his father unless you look at his face and you see that house-cleaning Colombian mother. He's, it's great how you've taken on my form, boy. You're awful proud, aren't you? I'm very proud. Look at him. Weightlifting is in the blood. He's gigantic. He's got Today I'm doing legs and I'm cleaning. The forearms look like canned hams, boy. <laughs> oh, so it's going to be great because I'm training Conendez to uh, be a fighter. So we're going to get him over there and uh, beat up Chris Pratt for trying to f*** his sister. You don't like Star-Lord? I, I like Starman. Starman's a very nice man. I thought it was Jeff Bridges. Star-Lord's a pussy! Nobody <laughs> liked Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It was terrible. So if you did, you know, I liked one it. of those people that are just going to like to lap up anything that you give him. I'm not that type of guy, you know. So basically what I'm going to do is wander over to Chris Pratt, Starface's house. I'm going to tell him, look, me and Conendez, look, Conendez, show him your muscles. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I'm going to let my little uh, immigrant bastard baby destroy Starface and then go on about our business with our healthy daughter. Still intact. Suck up my lat! Suck on that, Starman. Stop right square. Uh, he said earlier this week he regrets killing Apollo with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, you, know, it was, you know, Rocky 3, you know, and we had Apollo, and then Rocky 4, we had Apollo, and then no more Apollo. What happened? We killed him, you know, it was a terrible thing. He, he got the lady cancer. It's been so what? long. Yeah, yeah. Why regretting it now? No, no, Apollo got the lady cancer. I didn't know that. He had to die. No, he didn't. He found Drago killed Wait a minute, Oh, that's right. It was Adrian. Adrian got... Uh, now you made me think of sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, Rob. Adrian died of the lady cancer. He's <laughs> all I got. Stop being a bitch, Sly. Anyway, so then I got lady cancer, and now Apollo's son is talking to me about fighting all the time, and all of a sudden I get killed. What about Mick? Mickey well, died I'm of the sorry, lady Rock, cancer. He had the lady cancer. Bring it up, are you? Hey, oh, you know, you got to quit bringing up all the people that died in the movie, you know? But, you know, I have MLK weekend. I just want to... Your son. Your son's... Is he gone? <laughs> He's all I got. Little Rock. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sorry. On MLK weekend that I had to kill off Apollo. Middle left square. Speaking of MLK weekend, we have the entire middle row is the black row. So, uh, Chris <laughs> Rock is here in the middle left. Richard just came in and hit some buttons. Yeah. What, what was that about? He hit, he hit a Rocky button <laughs> over the other side. I don't know why you keep him a plug. The real Rock. Richard is dumb as f***. Hey, no doubt now. <laughs> what you doing? What? Just chilling out? <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed that. I don't know why. Was I in a dude? Yeah, you were Chris Rock. Let's talk about Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton. It's 2019. Bill Clinton. Why are we talking about Everybody Bill? likes how I say Bill Clinton. <laughs> like a California girl, kind of. Like, like Button. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. Afro Circus. Button. Bill Clinton is the president for everybody. Ain't no doubting. Middle school. I know why I'm here. It's because I'm black. <laughs> That's the only reason. Well, you're in the black row, Chris, and it makes sense. All right. That's okay. In the middle square, also black. It's uh, Black Ooh. Lady Brady, everybody. Hey, y'all. Been a while. It's been yeah. a long time see how Black Lady Brady in the squad. I thought you y'all was thinking I was me too in your ass. <laughs> I just been about picking up checks. Get a new man or paying something. Paying rent. 
paying rent. Paying rent? That ain't easy. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. You know. <laughs> you got a Valentine? I got Valentine's. <laughs> Scummy Dick Douglas. He's he, back? He's back and better than ever. Let me tell you something about oh. Scummy Dick Douglas. He found him so full. Ooh, Lord Almighty. Love is in the air. I've been shopping. I've been shopping. Spent a lot of time shopping. Shopping? Sexy clothes. Buy myself some sexy clothes for Scummy Dick Douglas's big Valentine's visit. Right around the corner. You don't curse, do you, Black Lady? I don't curse. I try to keep it like a lady. That's good. But sometimes I just want to get <gasps> And that's all right, too. Ooh, Black Lady Brady's got the voppers. Somebody give me some lemonade. You got a good button, too. I got a nice button. You want to see my love button? Come over here, touch that. Ooh, your fingers wow. are fat. Fat like Scummy nice. Dick Douglas's big old <gasps> hot dog. I shouldn't be cheating on Scummy Dick. Like that. What Come you on. talking about? <laughs> middle, How you doing? <laughs> middle right square. Uh, the conference championships are coming. Deion hey. Sanders is oh. here in the black room. Hey, there. I sound a little more like Brady. You do a little I'm bit. A little like Black Lady Brady than you'd expect. <laughs> that ain't cool, man. <laughs> Looking good, Dean. I feel good. You know what, what I'm wearing? Wear? Pajamas. <laughs> you could wear anything. I wear pajamas and call it a suit. Are those Dylan sunglasses? Those Dylan got? sunglasses. They gave me some sunglasses. I'm looking sharp. Tuxedo pajamas. Top to bottom tuxedo pajamas, Brady. You got to wear it. Nice. What you wearing, player? Hoodie. You wearing a hoodie. <laughs> you should put it on backwards. Hide that face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when white people wear hoods. Why? Well, you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dale. Any predictions for the weekend? Yeah, there? Dale still won't know. Okay, that's a good one. Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose. Really? Yep. Wow. Patriots going to beat them. Beat them something first. What about the NFC? Don't know. It's in Atlanta. Cowboys. You know, Super Bowl's in Atlanta. I know. Coming home to the house at Dion Bell. You know what the address is? 21st and Prime. Your party's going to be unbelievable. Oh, epic, buddy. You don't understand. Look, you don't understand. You ball, you get the call. You're going to be getting that call in Atlanta, player. Ray Lewis not allowed. People die when he's in Atlanta. Brady Secret Square, give us a hand, Brady. Yes, good morning, I think. Um, I'm 89 <laughs> years old today, and I'm, I was the second man on the moon. Oh, second. Second man. Wow. <laughs> there was a second. I'll give you one more hint if I can remember. Right, Brian um, Dunkelman. <laughs> there's a character... On Toy Story that was named after me. Ah. Oh, yeah. Woody. Yeah. Woody. <laughs> Mr. Potato. Bob <laughs> out of middle no. school. <laughs> no. He's got more sad deaths around him. It's uh, Liam Neeson, everyone. I don't know what you're talking about. People die around you, Liam. Many lives have been taken. They have. None of them by me, but I'm always in close proximity, which makes me think that everyone around me is pretty fun, <gasps> if you know what I mean. You have a button, too? Yes, I carry around an Aruga horn. <laughs> Just in case I start to say things like, Eric is a f <laughs> idiot. Dale doesn't know sh It makes cussing cute. Doesn't make you as badass as yeah, before. great. They came to me and they said, did you hear about your nephew? I said, yes, I'm standing right next to him. And he tumbled off of that cliff completely accidentally and not by my hand. <laughs> and then they said, do you have any reaction? I said, holy sh <laughs> I can't believe this is happening to me again. All right, moving along. <laughs> bottom right square. It's our boss, Trippery, in the bottom. Yeah! Everybody gets a horn. <laughs> Sweet. Where yeah. are you right How now? How many cars do you have, Trip? Oh, I got. Let's see. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, <laughs> three. Are you going the, to the Mary Jackson? 
I'm going to be down there today, five to, the, to seven. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going. Out. I'm going to be there from eight till ten. Oh. You don't want to hang out with me? No. I like to hang out with people who can afford the cars. Could I use your paddle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you'll bid on the best items. Yeah. Wh- which paddle? Yeah. <laughs> My lady paddle. The one where I like to spank the ladies right before I. <gasps> yeah. I didn't know you were into that. <laughs> of course I am. Sadomasochism is my middle name. <laughs> like Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, up in your house. Fifty Shades of Trip. <gasps> and read. Right. And I've grown my hair back. It's one shade of gray. Sexy. Yeah, it looks good. If my hair was a paint color, it would be called. Because <gasps> that's what everybody wants to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We have uh, Jennifer and yeah. Kyle. All right. All right. Jennifer, are you there? I am, yes. Hi. Kyle, are you there? Hi. Yes, I am. I just made that lady go. <laughs> she honked like a horn. She did. She got her own little horn. Uh, Jennifer, you go ahead. Uh, trip. Trip? Really? Yeah. Yeah. She likes yeah. her some trip. Yeah, since I grew my hair back. Well, younger. you're missing some in the middle there. Sexy. Who needs it up there? It's a sign of intelligence. Yeah. Is it really? No, I just trying to make Brady feel better. <laughs> Jennifer, do you like an older... Bald man? No. Good, because I look young. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not bald anymore. <laughs> Perfect. Where I'm growing out is called the Hubbard Mullet. Island. It's a party in the front and a party in the back. <clears throat> and the sides are long. <laughs> not sure how it works. I haven't worked it out yet. I your question, Trish. Yeah. Yeah. True or false, it was forbidden to buy or sell condoms Ooh. in Ireland. Up to the 90s. Is that true or in false? 1990s? Were you in Ireland in the 80s? Yeah, I was there in the 80s. Who needed a rubber? It's true. Yeah. Let's get that shillelagh wrapped up. I'll say, because they're Catholic, that they were afraid to wear the rubbers because it made God mad. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're saying true? Yeah. Yeah. All right, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? Wrap it up. Wait, until the 90s? Yeah, it was forbidden to buy or sell condoms in Ireland up to the 90s. True or false? He says true. You know who was president uh, in the I, 90s? I, it was Bill Clinton. Thanks, Chris. What? What's your answer? Agree or disagree, Jennifer? I disagree. Shouldn't have done oh. that. It is true. Yes. You're pregnant. <laughs> I'll get square. All right, Kyle, you're up. Pick a square. Uh, Brady's secret square. Oh. oh. All right. Hi. To uh, Buzz Aldrin is yeah. Aldrin is I think that's my name. I'm going to the moon. Jennifer, you're up. You can take Liam Neeson for the block. That was fast. <laughs> yes, take Liam Neeson for the block. All right, that's bottom right, middle. Jennifer, the square's been taken. I have a very specific set of skills, and usually it means someone very close to me is going to be murdered yeah, accidentally. I mean, be careful. Killed. Be careful, Jennifer. Accidentally killed. Now that we're friends, Jennifer, your life's in danger. There's only one thing you can do right now. Die. <laughs> it's going to happen no matter what now that we're best friends. Aren't we, Jennifer? Best friends forever. No. BFFs. Good answer, Jennifer. Good answer. Great answer. <laughs> but deep down, we both know that's not true. Right. Here's your question, Liam. Do you like comedy? Oh, I want to take you to a comedy okay. show. I want you to laugh at the man I go with. His name's Dale Hallistray. <laughs> Let me ask you a question really quick. Have you ever put parsley in your you know? <gasps> you know. <laughs> Evidently, it stops 
It stops your from growing Starts. onions. What, what are you talking like that? I don't have cysts inside of you, and parsley doesn't help. Trust me on that. We're trying to play a game here. Have you ever had a cyst? You don't have to answer that. What? You know, the size of a grapefruit needs to be pulled out by hand by a Mexican. <laughs> Neither have I, but I've heard about it. And then that we're best friends forever, there's a good chance that'll happen to you. You're about to be taken by onions. True or false? And parsley and other sides. And just answer my question. Most right. sharks die from cancer. Hey, we were just talking about that. True or false? It's a scourge of the shark community. <laughs> That's what I hear. They're diagnosed with leukemia on a regular basis. They lose shark their... doctors have no answers. <laughs> they lose their hair at all? Yes. Their chemotherapy treatments left them bald. <laughs> Skinny and confused. Poor <laughs> bastards. That's why they're so angry. Most sharks die from cancer. True or false, Liam? Have you ever had toxic shark syndrome, Jennifer? What? It comes from putting parsley in there. Don't do it. Oh, what about green onion? Have you ever swam with the sharks while menstruating? It's dangerous. Don't ever do Not that. Not a good idea. Now that we're best friends forever, I highly recommend that. Not being something you do. People around me die, Jennifer. This is not a joke. Also, go see me as a snow plowman this February. <laughs> in a movie called, Look, It's Taken Four, but it's got a new name. <laughs> Most sharks die from cancer. True or false? I don't know the answer to your question. You just throw never, something out. I've never questioned sharks and their health. I don't know if there's an oncologist under the sea. Ask Brady. He'll help. You'll you. find one. You think so? Brady, don't go under the sea with me. You'll never come back. <laughs> I was talking to my underwater oncologist. True or false? He says no. All right. No one would know why sharks die. All right. He says false. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. That's right. It is nice. false. Of course it's false. Kyle, you're up pink square. Uh, Black Lady Brady. Right in the middle, Black Lady Brady's here. How y'all doing? Looking How y'all doing? Looking good. How you doing? That sounded like my horn. A nice floral dress you got there. That is a nice floral dress. I just bought this over here, the dress barn. The dress barn? The dress barn. You like it? I love the dress barn. I like anywhere that couture happens and it's named after a farm equipment. I like going to the barn for my clothing. Is that where you met Scummy Dick? Yeah, Scummy Dick Douglas works at the dress barn. He's the manager now. <laughs> I got myself a well, got high pin. professional blue collar, white collar man. <laughs> a lot of people laugh at me and Scummy Dick Douglas. Are you celebrating MLK Junior Day? I am. And senior. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, we're going to look up whoever MLK Senior is. We're going to celebrate him for bringing us MLK Junior. He don't get enough credit. Well, Very maybe. important part. I have MLK Senior Day, Junior Day, Junior Junior Day, the third, the fourth, and the fifth day. Every day is MLK Junior Junior Day. Ain't got no third. Nobody ever talk about MLK Senior. That's a lot of celebrating you're doing. MLK Senior, give us MLK Junior. That's true. You so should be celebrating. You can't have one without the other. You can't have one without the other, can you? Can't have no junior without a senior. Why ain't nobody talking about him? You're so smart. Black Lady Brady's got it all figured out. All right. Here's oh, my goodness. Can I ask you a question? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to pass out. It's hot in here. Yeah, it is I got the sugars. You boys don't know. Somebody give me some K.O. syrup. Uh, true or false? Traveling increases the risk of a heart attack. Put on my nose. I like to lick it off like a puppy. You like to travel, <laughs> Black Lady Brady? What? You like to travel? I do. Where to? Where were you going? <laughs> Don't tell Scummy Dick Douglas he'd be furious. Wait, I could just take you away from Scummy well, Dick? Well, you can't take me away unless you got something to offer. <laughs> and don't count no fuck <gasps> as an offer because that ain't going to fly with me. I got my clean D. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is an offer. 
I like that little pink thing. <laughs> Looks like a baby rat. I call it a pinky. I want to feed you to a snake. <laughs> True or false? I want to feed that little button to a snake. Button. Yeah, button. That's adorable, your little penis. Thank you. <laughs> That's cute. You put a hand on it. It's like I a think puppet. you was a baby. <laughs> I might spend half hour trying to pop that zip. Don't pop it. Don't pop. I'm squeezing. I'm doing it. Tommy right. Dick Douglas got himself an anaconda. True or false? <laughs> At least Traveling increases the risk of a heart attack. True or false? How terrible was PE for you with that little thing? It's like a hairless mouse. I feel like you got a lab rat down there. What's wrong with it? Give well, it AIDS? I'm not going to offer it up to you if you're going to make fun of it. Why do all the hair come off of it? <laughs> that poor little thing needs ears. It's had some issues over the years. Yeah, it has. Yeesh. One of it is growing. Would you give that coffee when it was a baby? It's done it something. <laughs> Black lady really don't like that. Traveling increases the risk of a heart attack. True or false? That's for someone else. Who are you going to please with that? A hummingbird? <laughs> <laughs> I like that joke. That was fun. This picture here can a little tiny a lab rat wiener and a hummingbird trying to fight it out. Watch that on a video. You following all this, Jennifer? I'm not taking you away now. Never mind. I don't want to go anyway. What'd you ask me? Uh, traveling increases the risk of You're trying to make some sort of attack. green book out of you and me. It ain't going to happen. Increases the risk of heart attack. True or false? What does? <laughs> Having sex with hummingbirds? Traveling. I imagine for the hummingbird. Traveling. Traveling ain't scary for anybody. You crazy. All right. Oh, I got the vapors again. That's hot. She says false. You agree or disagree? Uh, disagree. Actually, it was false. I told you. Uh, I told you. Why you always got to question me? All right, Jennifer, you can take Arnold Schwarzenegger for the win. She sounded excited about yeah. that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was on mute. Do you want to take Arnold? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, she does. Look at my glue. The only way to win is to take me and then she sits quietly like a good woman. Well, women are a little afraid of you. That's right. right. They should be. That's you, right. You Jennifer, impregnate all of them. Did you have posters of me on your wall as a child, Jennifer? No. Isn't it doubt? No posters what? of me any time in your life. I don't think she likes you. I don't think she no. speaks English. Anyway, you don't, are you a big fan of my movies, Jennifer? I'd like to show you an entire cavalcade of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in a 24-hour period. Oh, God. Have you, have you ever had a 24-hour period? Ew, what? It's usually like, like a me. week or so. Yeah, but not all at once. If they could just get out of the way in one day. That'd be nice. Oh, it'd be wonderful. You should work on that. Push harder. Here's your question, Arnie. True or false? Competitive art used to be in the Olympics. True or false? That's right. Back when the pussy Greeks used to always have things like art. And then I came along and I said, look, the things you need to do is start throwing these artists as far as you can and judging that. So then we started the javelin and then we chucked these skinny little Greeks all over the place. But it is a fact. Art used to be in there. All right. He says true. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. That's right. It is true. Jennifer wins. Also, they used to have competitive farting. What? No way. I've got 12 gold medals in. Can you give us a sample? Sure. Listen. <laughs> That's impressive. Wow. Okay, everybody, hold on. Commanders is going to fight his new brother-in-law. Go catch Chris Pratt. <laughs> I love you, Daddy. I love you so much, Commanders. except for you look like your mother. And all I want to do is ask your face to clean the house. Let's go clean. That's right. Where's your mom? It must be his one chore. Has she been deported? Let's get her back to Columbia. Is she home? She's in my kettlebell. You're lifting your mother in a kettlebell? That's right, I forgot she died and we made her ashes wait. You had her killed? I didn't know that. Man. 
Yeah, that's different. Weird. Little fun fact. <laughs> yeah. I guess when you're into weightlifting. Little known fact, you can take your dead relatives and make them wait. They will live with you forever. What would you want done with your ashes? I want them to be uh, taken to a physician and put into a machine that rebuilds me. As a, as a machine? The polynucleric machine of nuclear super capabilities. Good idea. Or just me again. Anything. Just maybe, as long as I'm not dead. Maybe you could be an Etch-A-Sketch. That would be cool. It would be too hard to twist my buttons, though. I guess so strong. They're fighting back. I can make a building. Twist your what? What? My buttons. <laughs> right, get them out of here. We're done. Later and later every goddamn day. You're welcome, audience. <laughs> Ten minutes extra. I can't, again, stress enough how fun it was to uh, be at Dylan Enterprises, Arrow Enterprises. What do they do besides make sunglasses? They build re- reloaders for uh, bullets and stuff, which is cool, because you used to have to do it by hand. And this, this machines do it now, and you can buy them. And that's that, it? And that's how they got all that money to... Yeah, because it's a fortune. Reloading is an amazing industry, and they made the... Like, they, they invented the thing that makes it easy, whereas before it was just a pain in the ass. One air. invention, so you can throw it's consistent lead. Yeah, it's all it takes. We need an invention. We're smart guys. We oh, walking it. around in there, and you see, like, well, then my dad invented this thing, and then all of a sudden, he's got, you know, he's got... This is Al Capone's Tommy gun. I'm like, What? It's like, Jesus, he's got this collection of things. It's just unreal. So, yeah, and then flying in the Huey, and then Tom Bergeron, his twin brother, being the... I met the coolest person I've ever met in my life yesterday. Oh, Tom Bergeron. 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 Tom Berenger. Sorry, we just got out of the squares. Berenger. He's, I, I Tom still, Bergeron isn't as hey, cool. I thought no, he might have close. been the co-pilot. No, uh, I need Dan from the place to uh, text me that guy's name. I don't even know if he's got a name. I think he's just Guy. That guy. Like the sun set behind. It was like two in the afternoon. And all of a oh, sudden, the like sun Greece just went. Too. Poof, Who's behind. that yeah, guy? Yeah, he's the, he's the easy. He's a cool rider. <laughs> I think I sang that to him. <laughs> he's a cool rider. Stop it. A cool, 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 cool rider. You keep singing to me. It's a good song, though. God damn it. <laughs> you sing like an angel, John. Thanks, man. Brady and Toledo know. and I are still waiting for our sunglasses. Yeah. Well, you don't get sunglasses for nothing. You just go out there. You oh. buy the sunglasses. Cheap son of a bitch. Go to Paris Optique or something. Get yourself some shades. How much are they running? Uh, you can afford it. Again, <laughs> if you're asking. Yeah. I'll write Dylan on the sides of the ones at uh, Circle K, and you'll feel good about you. But again, thanks to those guys for giving me a, my tour of the Willy Wonka facility and then a ride in a, a Vietnam Huey helicopter, which was just the greatest day of my life. I had so much fun yesterday, so... Again, to all the folks at Dylan, uh, awesome. I appreciate it, everything. And to that guy that just kept coming up and telling me stuff, the coolest man on the planet. I don't know who you are. And the Dylan glasses help, but I don't know. we got to get Brady out there. you got to do it. We'll go shoot. Yeah. We'll go up and we'll fire those guns. It's crazy. I'll, I'll ride in the uh, Humvee on the ground. That you guys shoot yeah, the remote control. Oh, yeah. Hey, they stunt, man. Hey, they stunt, man. You bet your life on that Humvee. Not a bad idea. I'll be doing the shooting. I bet I can beat you guys. You can't shoot me. Beat us? Yeah, I just got to outrun you. We're in a helicopter. <laughs> but you're bad shots. So I'll dodge, dodge bullets. Okay. Deal. I'll, I'll try. Shake on that. Deal. <laughs> you got a deal, man. How much I get if I make it? A billion dollars. <laughs> bet him a billion, Brady. We've got this. <laughs> in 16. And the second he pops his dumb little head out of the sunroof, I did it! You did it. 
You got him. Nice shot. Now, I was here. That was an accident. <laughs> How many people can die around Liam Neeson before people start asking? There goes my wife. Oops, there's my nephew. Oh, boy. This is all bad. Uh, let's get out of here. Uh, we're done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great three-day weekend. Brady's got a thing. Yeah, we're off on Monday. I know. So I'm going to do a little uh, podcast at Porkopolis and Chandler with the uh, president of the Hot Shots. Whoa. Yeah, I- <laughs> of the United States. I didn't States. even know about this. I'll be there. What time? I've got a lot with of burgers to unload. You didn't know? I'm going to be with the mother <laughs> president of money. And in honor of the, the uh, Barrett-Jackson car auction, I'm going to auction off the Porkopolis van. Times are tight. Money. Yeah. Got to get rid of a couple <laughs> things. Wow. we got to unload. He's liquidizing. <laughs> it's crazy Porkopolis. Brady, everything must go. It might go. Yeah. Well, what, how much do you think you want for that van? Uh, I don't know. I'll start the bidding at... Uh... Oh, you have a reserve price. Then. Oh, yeah. I got to determine a hundred bucks. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Is it running? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Functional. It, yeah. it just says Porkopolis on it. Yeah. Brady's, Jeremy's raised. Jeremy's got twenty dollars. Wow. He needs, he needs something for his right, wife. Starting at twenty. Right. Wife needs Continue that on Monday. All right. So Monday, if you pay attention yeah. to the live podcast with Brew. Yep. Scott Brubaker. Scott Brubaker. And uh, Brady will podcast talk about Hot Shots football, and then for no reason, I'll auction <laughs> off some of his stuff. <laughs> we'll liquidate. <laughs> yeah, liquidate the store. Things are going great, Brew. We gotta sell that truck. Are the Hot Shots at a point where like they're gonna bring in a lot of people? Like you say, hey, I'm, I got brew from uh, Hot Shots. Also, let's clarify. You're you know, talking about at the least three yeah. Hot Shot fans right. will be out there. At least three. I'll guarantee okay. that. Good point. And then, what's that? Because Continue to say Hot Shots football hot team. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, football team. Because otherwise, team. it's going to be a lot of people yeah. thinking it's going to be a different interview. Yeah. Why is he talking football with this guy? I thought this was about the Granite Mountain people. Uh, and so, yeah, so you go out there, auction it off. And Brew's got some stories. He worked with the Diamondbacks for years up in Chicago and you, that's a sure good does. Bruce, Bruce got Bruce got a few tales. We'll see how tell. many he'll tell. Yeah, we'll see if a few of them stay in the, and then some <laughs> under the rug, and then some good ones. Uh, Eric's out tonight from five to seven at Barrett Jackson. If you want to go out there and say hi to him, the KUPD tent will be ready and uh, flowing with free items, and the cars are unreal. And I do believe Eric can get you in and out of some stuff there too. So Barrett Jackson tonight, five to seven. Uh, if you're heading out there, say hi to Eric and all of us here. Yeah, if you're bidding uh, on a car, let Eric uh, give Eric the paddle. Yeah, let Eric do your bidding. Get him the full experience. Perfect. McFeely's coming up next. We'll see you guys Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe, and we'll see you then. So Celebrating 40 years of real rock. This is the Big Red Radio, 98KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix.